Now is the time. Do not adjust your frequency. This is a message from the resistance. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got a mini-sode for you. Again, say it's a mini-sode, it's going to be a couple of hours long, but we have played this year's Exit Advent Calendar. So just like we did last year, we are going to talk through it and we'll play you the sequence of us struggling along, trying to solve the hunt for the golden book this year. So obviously, massive spoiler alert, same as last year, if you haven't played this yet and you think you might, because they were selling last year's this year because none of it is year specific. So obviously give this one a skip. But if you played it this year and you want to compare how you did to how we did, then give it a listen because it'll be interesting to hear whether people got stuck on the same ones that we did, whether we were better or much worse than and how you guys did. So please let us know. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But as usual, business first, I am just going to plug a TV show that has been on the BBC recently called The Traitors. It is so good. It is basically just a TV version of Werewolf where contestants are competing to win £120,000. Three of them are traitors. During the night, the traitors murder someone. During the day, they compete for money. And then they have a totally cringy discussion around the round table about who they want to banish. It's so good. If you have access to the iPlayer and you haven't seen it get on it werewolf tv claudia winkleman it's, it's amazing great isn't it i've only seen the first episode so i don't know how more horrible it gets no i'm up to episode nine it's some bits you just when they're doing it and they're talking to each other and accusing each other and stuff you're just like oh my god this is awful this is awful but awful in a good way like awful tense it's so good it's everything a tv show needs to be watch <laughs> it now <laughs> spontaneity is key Anyway, as I said then, so we have played this year's Exit Advent Calendar. Mark, do you want to give us a rundown of how it works, just in case people can't remember from last time? Or Yeah, how- well, it's like an interactive puzzle advent calendar. So we have the box with 24 windows, and each window is a little mini puzzle and an extra part of the story. So you're following a story as you go along. You read the bit of the story, open the box, and solve the puzzle. And within that puzzle is a way of working out which box you have to open next. Yes, and the answer to each puzzle is a three-digit number, isn't it? Yeah. And you make the number on your little coding strip thing, and it tells you directions to move to get you to the next door. So you go up one, across one, whatever. And then you match the symbols to see whether you've got it right. And like, yeah, like Exit the game, like the mini games, you can get clues if you're stuck. So the idea is that you don't use any of the clues that sort of... No. So you get a little bit of story each day, then it tells you to open the door. You have to solve the the puzzle and you've got clues if you need it mm-hmm. so we're just gonna we are gonna play our sequence of this year's exit advent calendar now the hunt for the golden book an icy wind is blowing in your face you wrap yourself tighter in your coat and pull your scarf up over your nose thick snowflakes fall from the gloomy clouds above you are rushing home to wait out the oncoming snowstorm from the safety of your sofa with a cup of tea with your shopping bag clenched tightly in your hand you make your way through the crowds everyone else seems to be rushing home too bundled up against the snow and heads down by they cut this bit bundled up against the snow and heads down they pass you on the busy street 
street. The wind whirls the snow through the air and you pick up your pace as your front door comes into sight. From darkness, someone crashes into your shoulder and you begin to slip on the icy path. You stagger upright and turn to complain. Hey, you! But the figure has already hurried off into the dusk. Rude. Catch a glimpse of a slightly chubby man in a red coat before he disappears around the corner. <laughs> That's Santa. You think it's Santa? <laughs> How rude, you mutter, <laughs> shaking your head. Then you pick up your bag and rubbing your sore shoulder, make your way towards your door. At home, you are welcomed by cosy warmth and the scent of vanilla biscuits. Mm, okay. Did you make the biscuits? Is there someone <laughs> in our house? <laughs> <laughs> Happily, you peel yourself out of your thick winter clothes and boots. Luckily, you make it home before the weather got worse. Now you can settle down with a cuppa and that escape room game that your friend recommended. You always get excited about riddles. Wait, are we the same person? Like, are we the same person that got lost in the Yeti's mountain last year? Do you know, are we like, oh, not this again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But wait, what's that? Something is flickering in your living room. Is something on fire? Anxiously, you rush into the room. Fortunately, the only flickering is from one of the candles on your advent wreath. What, you went out and left candles on? We, we are just reckless. Nevertheless, a chill runs down your spine. You cannot remember lighting the candle, but who else could have it have been? It would be pretty odd to break into a house just to light an advent wreath. You giggle a little nervously. How careless of you. A candle left unattended. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm going to burn my whole house down. Only now do you notice a letter propped up in front of the wreath. So someone was here after all. But who? And what did they want? Your heart beats faster. Curiously, you step closer and with shaking hands, Open the envelope. Okay, here we go. Oh my god. It's a whole letter here. <laughs> yeah, it's right. from uh, it's from well, I don't know. Come on. From possibly Santa. <laughs> my dear friend, please excuse my intrusion into your home. I had no choice, as I am in dire straits and running out of time. You will understand why in a moment. But first I would like to thank you. Nowadays there are few people who have not lost their faith in the magic of Christmas. There are even fewer who are extremely secretive and who, in addition, have a remarkable talent for deciphering complicated riddles. In short, there are only a few people like you. That's exactly why I need you. You must help me. I beg you because I'm afraid that without you, there will be no Christmas this year. God. Your heart skips a beat. No Christmas? That would be unthinkable. Just like you, countless people are sure to have gone all out in preparation for the celebration. It would be a huge disappointment for them and for the children. (laughs) I'll fuck the children. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. You shudder with the thought. (laughs) Obviously curiously you continue to read the bad news is my golden book has disappeared this is terrible oh my god is this Santa's special book is this Maybe what this like is all about naughty and nice list is it or oh my god everything points to it being stolen it is my world it didn't just have everyone's Christmas wishes in but also their addresses so that the presents get delivered to the right home oh my god Santa's had a GDPR breach <laughs> <laughs> data protection Santa <laughs> oh now I know it's Santa I should have read it in a bit of a different voice but I'm going to carry in onto my youthful energetic voice for this. Okay. But I think it is Santa. If the book doesn't turn up before Christmas Eve, it will be a disaster. Can you imagine? To give nothing but sadness this year. Even the Christmas sleigh needs the book in order to fly. Shit. Uh, What about Rudolph? Whoever has the book seems to be very clever. I know that much. I followed him, but didn't get far. I lost track of him in a small remote mountain village. Initially, I thought it would be easy to find him there. I tried, of course, but except for a few sparse hints, I didn't find anything. All of this remains a mystery to me. You are my last hope. Please help. Maybe you can find the thief or at least find my golden book. I'll leave you a few documents that are sure to help you and have taken the liberty of organising a lift for you. She will pick you up in front of your house. Oh my god, who's that? It will be the easiest way to reach the village. I can't do more for you at the moment. I have to rush off and deal with
with a mountain of formalities. The security authorities are giving me grief because, as you can imagine, the loss of the Golden Book is also a gross violation of the CDPO, Christmas Data Protection Ordinance. (laughs) Oh, my God. But anyway, that's my problem to deal with. I know that I can rely on your loyalty and discretion. Please help me save Christmas. I wish you every success with speedy Christmas greetings. Hey, well, there we go. So I think it is Santa. Um, who stole, who's like the opposite of Santa? Like Satan, is it? Not Satan. <laughs> Krampus, oh. isn't it? Oh. The signature is smudged and illegible, but you can figure out who wrote it. Yes, we have. When you were a child, people tried to convince you that there was no Santa Claus. But here's the proof, right? In black and white, in a personal letter to you. No question about it. Of course, you will try to help him. Of course we will. Of course, yeah. Thoughtfully, you look into the envelope. You find that it contains a few notes and a strange item for finding doors. You obviously can't do anything with that yet. Oh, that's our key thing isn't it? There's nothing else of help but anyway, you have already made up your mind. You will not miss this adventure. You look out of the window. The wind seems to have subsided but thick flakes are still falling from the sky. You blow out the candle on your advent wreath, pack up a few important things and head outside. Since you arrived home, the snow has settled and now lies ankle deep on the road. The road looks empty with hardly any people, though it's hard to see through the snowstorm anyway. Where is your lift to the village? Suddenly, you hear the sound of bells close by. In disbelief, you spy a little horse-drawn sleigh turning into your road. It's one surprise after another today. A horse? That's literally, I was just about to say that, but it says it here. But a horse? (laughs) If the trip is taking you far away, then it could have been a reindeer at least. That's what I said. Budget cuts. Oh my God, there's more. Here we go. You must have dozed off in the layers of thick woolen blankets because when the sleigh stops sometime later, you're in a place you don't recognise. God, we have suddenly had a jump cut. You stretch your limbs and carefully climb out. Immediately, the sleigh starts moving again and disappears with a gentle sound of ringing bells back in the direction from which you came. You obviously have to walk the rest of the way. You look around. It appears to be quite late at night. The clouds have completely cleared and the moon hangs like a gigantic disc in the scary, scary? starry sky. Yeah. <laughs> you trudge through the deep snow up a small hill and stop at the top in wonder. In front of you lies the village that Santa wrote about. Silent and lonely, it sits in a shallow valley framed by an impressive mountain range. Not a soul can be seen. You listen carefully and hear nothing but your own breathing. In front of the mountain peak, you spot a large steeple in the middle of the village. The many small half-timbered houses look almost picturesque, but you feel a sense of unease. It is the middle of the night, but you are used to more noise. Who knows what's waiting for you down there, but Christmas is at stake. So you straighten your shoulders and set off down the hill with determination. On the way, you discover a hut on the edge of Central Square with a bright light shining from the window. You move closer and notice that the door is open, almost as if someone is waiting for you. The first puzzle begins on calendar sheet, 1st of December. Right, do you want to read this one? or do you want to should I carry on for today yeah you you be in charge of today okay it says oh it says at the top carefully tear out the calendar sheet before reading there's nothing on the back of it though oh so it doesn't matter well I don't know I, I'll, I'll tear it out like I was going to tear mine out if we need to like fold it or anything but okay 1st of December you carefully approach the hut on the edge of the square door is ajar but to be on the safe side you creep to the frosted window and look inside everything looks deserted despite this you knock on the door frame and wait a moment as nobody responds you you enter. A strangely familiar feeling creeps up on you. You feel as though you know this place. The inside of the hut is pretty shabby. You notice a thick layer of dust everywhere and numerous cobwebs on the corners. It seems like nobody has been here for years. Strange. Didn't Santa Claus write that he had visited the village? Something else catches your attention. From the outside, it looks as if the hut was brightly lit, but inside it's actually pretty dark and you can't see any light source. Odd? Yes. But you don't have time to figure out why. You have a deadline to meet. There must be a clue here somewhere that will set you on the trail of the thief. You you let your gaze wander and contemplate what to do next. The golden book doesn't seem to be lying around here. There is lots of strange junk
drunk, though. Smiling, you suddenly remember wise words from your grandmother. <laughs> Just suddenly. If you are desperately searching for things, then it's better to get them tidy first. <laughs> oh. The saying is proven correct, often enough. So you decide to look around carefully and take the opportunity to clean up a little. Wow. As you do, you spot some notes on the table. Okay. So you're just going to break into someone's house and tidy up. We must right, here we go. Goldilocks. No, she we does the opposite. It. She breaks in and fucks up their house. Opening door one. Here we go. You will find two riddle cards, A1, A2, and ten small strange items. Oh my god. Wow. So, okay. Riddle A1, A2. Oh, we've got cockerel, witch, vase, button, apple thing. Oh, but all of those are in the room, look. Oh, yeah. And they've all got, and they've got numbers on. They've so got numbers on. The ornaments that are in the room, and I guess we're going to have to put them in order or tidy them somehow. Okay, so A1. It has been many a year since anybody returned here. Items over which folk fussed have now been left to gather dust. Of the items you have found, three don't need to stay around. Throw them out, but do not miss into the bin that looks like this. Right. What? So well, the bin, look, the barrel is on It's on the board. The door below, look, has the barrel next to it. Okay. Throw them out and do not miss. Is it something? Do we need to punch out these items, I feel? And is it I, like a... I have... I am doing. Yeah, should I do that? Take, punch them out? Wait, look. We'll read the other thing. Okay, open the bin with care, but as you do, please beware. The door adjacent <laughs> must stay closed, as a later riddle will be posed. So we've got to... Oh. How do we open the bin? If it's... Is it telling us to open the actual... Well, no, because it says the door adjacent must stay closed, which I... That takes... That is saying... The door adjacent to the bin. The door... The door... Open up the bin with care. Ah, oh, is it that little half triangle bit you just opened? What half triangle? You know, you see the flap that opens the bottom square with the bins on? Yeah. Are you literally, you could just punch that little half moon bit in. Oh, I don't know, does that do something? A half circle, not a half triangle. Oh, no, oh, you know what I mean. What, and you've got to do it while... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on. Your rubbish items must stay whole before you place them in the hole. Two holes there. Don't cut or bend anything to get it in the opening. Three things will fit and so... Ah, I know. Okay. Right. What if door adjacent Wait, will stay closed? Hang on. We'll only... Right. If we... Imagine we've got that little semicircle then. If that semicircle goes down and we try and put these things in, only some things will stay in. For instance... Only three I can of them see, will fit. I can see like the bottom of the apple going... Fitting in. Slotting in. Right. Maybe the button will fit in. Like half roundy things might fit. Do you see what I mean? But you're not allowed to fold them or bend them. So are you pushing that bin bit in? Um, I'm still punching out the items. Okay, I'm going to push... I've punched my items out. I'm pushing this half circle thing in. Okay. Right. So I've opened the bin, essentially, but I've not opened the, Open the, the actual thing. Okay. And I'm going to see if anything... Oh, okay. I'm going to see if I can hook it out rather than in. Oh, no, maybe... Okay. It says open up the bin. Be, please be aware. The door later... Your rubbish items must stay whole. Okay, so open the bin with care. Your items must stay whole before you place them in the hole. So you have to place them in the hole. We've made the hole. We need to place them in, but we can't cut or bend. And then no. three of these will fit. So I think we're on the right lines. True. But, okay, well, I mean, so we just got to try what we can fit in the hole, right? What? So I mean, reindeer skull does not. Okay, let's go through one by one and just see what actually goes in. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, but the reindeer skull, well, it does. No way. The an one antler does, but when you get to the skull, you, there's no way of getting that skull in there. So you try, you saying to fit all everything in. Okay. You have to fit the whole thing in, right? Okay. Because okay, I so reckon, because look, if you look through the door, all those items have numbers, so you just... Ah, uh, so it's those three numbers. So whatever just doesn't go all the way in, great. No, whatever does go. Whatever does. Okay, so let's go through one by one. What's next? Okay, I've got the vase of flowers. No, the no. flowers are too big. 
pick. Your go. The domino. No, it's too wide. Too wide. Okay. The button. Button. No. No. The witch. I can fit her all in. Yep, I have. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have you dropped her in? No, no. I've got her back out. I'm going to drop her in. Do you think? Okay. You must stay hold before you place them in the hole. Yeah, I think you've got Okay. To okay. Right. Witch has gone. The witch has gone. I reckon you're right about the apple. I'm going to try the apple. I'm going worm end first. Ah, okay. The apple is in. Really? Yep. Oh, yep, got it. Okay. Newspaper, no. No. The horse, maybe? No. Oh. Ooh. No, I've got its head. Its legs are too long. Yeah. Okay. It's your turn. Oh, the cockerel thing? No. Yeah, I got the cockerel in. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. And let's just but, check the fleur de lis doesn't. No. So in theory, well, I mean, it depends on... No. Okay. So what was it? Cockerel, witch, and apple. Cockerel, witch, and apple. So... so the apple is five, one. the witch is three, and the cockerel is one, and it tells you big, small, then middle. So... Five, one, three? Five, one, three. So you're doing red, blue, so red, five, yeah? Yeah, and then that gives you the directions, doesn't it, remember? So five, blue, one, yellow, three. So we've got... Then how do you do it? Up one. No, it won't be up. Oh, sorry, I've got it upside down. Got right circle. No, left yes. circle. No? No, I've got left, left, down. Left, left, down, yeah. Yeah, and so if you go left, left, down, that takes you to the door that has circle, diamond, star, which are the three symbols, so that's the right one. Oh, great, okay, so that is number two. Yes. Yay. Let me just find my pen. Okay. There you go. Done. Okay, so far, that was all right. We've tied it up in the house. Cool. 2nd of December. You finally understand the item that Santa Claus gave you to find the next door. It's so easy with the numeric code. You leave the hut again and try to open a couple of the surrounding doors, all closed and secured with combination locks. You look again at the clues left on the table by Santa. Lo and behold, you're led to the right door. Relief flows through you as the combination lock pops open. You enter and stand there amazed. What strange place is this? Have you landed in an old-fashioned bank? Or perhaps a theatre set? Everything in here seems quite old, as if time has just stopped. In the sparsely furnished room stand two men, clad in antiquated clothes from the 19th century. You approach them and ask whether they know anything about the whereabouts of the Golden Book. But the men just look down their noses at you with disdain. The bearded one replies, Golden Book? Bah, humbug! There's nothing of that sort here, my dear! Then he rudely turns his back on you. What a bastard. You obviously can't expect any help from either of these men, so you're still on your own. Open door to now. There's some, like, weird time travelly thing going on. I don't know. Right, what have we got here? So, riddle card B. £1,000. This IOU will put the code in front of you. This note, already somewhat old, you firstly cut and secondly fold. It's quite important, I should say. The valley is green and the mountain grey. Smooth mountain and valley. Place star on star. The code will appear where you are. Okay, so we've got to cut out this thing from the book. Yes. Oh, oh, look, it's an IOU from Charles Dickens. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you've got green and black lines on this thing, so I think we've got to fold it, and then it will the words will make the answer, I think, however you fold it. Oh, green. Oh, you're right. Oh, so and maybe you fold it like a zigzag, so the black lines are points and the green lines are valleys. Okay, I'm going to try. I think I understand. I think that's what it's telling you. Because, look, there's got a little 
jagged line on the... Green is that. That is smooth mountain and valley. Place on star. The code will appear where you are. The star's on the back. Star's on the back where? Of the banknote. Oh, I think I folded mine wrong then. Sorry, wait, hang on. I folded it the wrong way round, I think. You firstly cut. Okay, so we've cut and secondly fold. The valley is green and the mountain grey. So, we go in... I folded it the wrong way because mine looks like this. I think I folded it and try again, so... So I'm just folding it into a zigzag where the points... Well, yeah, that's what I was trying to do, but I can't. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but which way? Hang on. Okay, I'm going to wait for you to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, so hang on. So I folded it like that, yeah? Okay, hold on. Right, I've got it here. Wait, tell me which way you're folding it. On the first black line from... So the black line right. should be a point. So the black lines are points and the green lines are like that. valleys. So that is a point. Yeah. And, then and the you green folded lines... the green back the other way. Yeah. Okay. Smooth, mountain and valley, and place star on star smooth and then oh I don't understand that you put star on star oh well, hang on what have you got on the back I've got it sort of like this have you got that on the back yeah yeah and just your front look like this sort of so like hang on I put star on star smooth mountain and valley place star on star the code will appear where you are oh hang on I mean I've got oh, is that an O that is an O is this supposed yeah. to be the symbol somehow oh duh, duh, but we've done it in a weird way but I don't get the so we folded it yeah and then it says smooth mountain and valley. So does that mean straight them back out again? But no. Or does that mean flatten it? Well, it's not going to give you... I mean, and I've opened it out again. It's not. Because you've only folded on the lines, right? Yeah. But then... Are you like, supposed to do... Okay. Are you supposed to do this, right? So you do the concertinery thing, right? Like this. Yeah. And then are you supposed to do star on star to fold out something? So when you open it out the back, the lines make shapes. So I've put the star on the star like okay, that. Okay, open it out. And then on that back do those lines fold lines make anything no i don't understand okay. the put star on star situation well mountain okay valley star on star does it mean star on star as in look done it back and forth back and forth right yeah look and then star on star is this way star on star oh that star facing that star like that right but how have you got stars visible i just did that's how i folded it i don't know smooth mountain and valley place on star i don't place star oh because it's actually it's smooth mountain valley and then place star on star yeah that's what so I mean. actually it should be open it out then place star on star which is actually either horizontally or vertically folding it in half so let's try horizontally folding it in half but I'm saying the, the bit will appear where you are okay I'll place star on star the other way then I just don't get the smooth them once you've folded them <laughs> that's what I well, I think smooth it out right what flatten it again well flatten it and then if you do the star on star when you've done the star on star the lines I assume are going to divide it up into is there are we missing something you see where it says code on the card and it's upside why is the code thing upside down there true there's a reason for that there's something not unless ah uh, unless the code will appear where you are so the code will appear upside down to you when you open it out I think it's saying so you do it you're supposed to do it upside down oh, I've folded it so many times it's difficult to see the line like mountain valley mountain valley mountain right i folded it like that smooth mountain and valley okay. that's the bit i don't get why fold them if you're just going to smooth it out again place star on star unless no because that's not star on star that would be star on star okay let's okay so mountain like i'm just wondering you know, if you turn it upside down valley. Right. like is that is that a five and a zero like this we got the same yeah when you folded it yeah but i've put 
the stars together. How have you put the stars together? These two? Like, yeah. Which way have you put them together? Well, just... So I've got the zigzag and I'm just pressing them together. But, like, when you turn it over, does the S become a five, Look, Is that five and a zero? Five, one, zero, you think? Where's the one? Ah, you are right. Look, because... You see here? One, five, zero. Yeah, because, look, code, It this scraggly bit matches the same as the code bit there, look, okay. the card. So it is on this bit. You're right. Should we try it's one, on five, zero, then? Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's just upside... Hang on, no, because you need to do it upside down, so I think it's five, one, zero. Yeah. No. Five, one, zero. I'm going to try five, one, zero. No, no, no. One, five, zero. One, five, zero. Yeah, because if it's the right way round, it's oh, five, one, but you turn the banknote upside down, one, five, zero. Five, one, zero, yeah? One, five, zero. Well, one's in the middle, isn't it? Not for me. Well, look, here. Yeah, but look at mine. Yeah, but look at mine. I've got oh, one, five there, if I do it upside down. How come we've got a completely different... <laughs> Well, you try one and I'll try it then. I'm going to do 510. Okay, I'm going to try 150. How can we get it so different? Right. We always huh? fuck up the folding ones though because we're just not very accurate. Okay, well, mine's not right. Mine is. What is it? You go up, yeah. diagonally left, down, and then diagonally up left to the crow, the cross. The, the crow moon. one. Cross, moon, Y. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. We always fuck up the folding ones. Yeah. We didn't, well, well we never knew, well, you didn't have to smooth mouth in the valley then no that was the bit the line <laughs> didn't understand what it meant <laughs> 3rd of December. Wondering where you will find yourself next, you open the door. It's cold out in the village and you need to warm up. As the door opens, you squint against the bright light. You wouldn't have expected this sight in such a remote place. The room looks like a sumptuous hotel suite. Enthroned in the middle is a tempting four-poster bed. You yawn for a moment. It's really late at night after all. But you have to save Christmas. No time for a nap. He's only just started, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You can also see that the room is occupied as there are large suitcases in front of the bed. On the mirror of the dressing table, someone has apparently tried out various lipstick colours. Oh. You risk a quick look behind the opposite door. An impressive bathroom, almost a small private spa, but no further reference to the golden book. So you return to the room. On the floor, you spot some cards autographed by Mariah Carey. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are we doing... All right, I think we're going to see like all things associated with Christmas. You've got Dickens' Christmas Carol, All I Want for Christmas, Mariah Carey. I think each door is going to be some typical Christmas cliche, right? Yeah. And on the dressing table, you discover a message. Dear wonderful room service, please could you get me a sticker from this mysterious place for my suitcases? I collect stickers from all of the places I've been to on my tours. Did Mariah Carey actually stay here? It does look pretty classy. And do those three heavy suitcases contain all that she wants for Christmas? (laughs) God. Open door three. Okay. So we've got two cards with two riddle cards. That's it. Right. What's in here. Oh, it is a nice room, actually, looking in the place. So, oh, right. Any numbers anywhere? No. Well, there's a suitcase. Okay, right. So we've got two cards with suitcases and numbers on, yeah? Um, destinations, right? Yeah. And then the one on the floor in the box. So one, two, three are our three numbers, or, yeah? yeah. Do you think... So how do we convert these into numbers? The color, the three colours of lipstick look yellow, green, and purple, is it? On the mirror? They look blue to me. Oh, on the mirror. Yellow, blue, purple. Okay. Yellow, blue, purple. So yellow, yeah, but how does that translate to all these different... Maybe, do we just count the number of stickers on each one? So the yellow suitcase has one, two, three, four, five, six stickers on it. Okay, let's try that. Hold on, five. The blue one has five. Purple has eight. Six, eight, five. Six, well, eight, five. What order are they in on the... Uh, so yellow, so five... No, six. Oh, six, five, eight. eight. I reckon. Okay. 
maybe. Six, five, eight. Oh, not sure. No. Because it can't go diagonally off the thing, yeah? No. Okay. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Because... What? What's that? It's got to be that, though, surely. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, how about... What did she say in that? She's saying it. Oh, but she asked for a sticker from here, from didn't she? So is that... Does that mean the one... Yeah, but how do you know? I'm just seeing if there's any doubles or anything on them that you take off. No. Yeah, so which... When when would she have one? How do you know which suitcase it's going to go on? Yeah, I don't know. Three lar- large suitcases in front of the bed. Please, could you get me a sticker from this mysterious place for my suitcases? No, Mariah, we can't. Are they, like, are they all real places? Yeah, they're all capital cities. Well, no, they're not capital cities, but they're all cities. But it's got to be the colour... The order of the lipstick colour has got to be the order of the suitcases. Yellow, blue, purple. What else, then? Oh, it's going to be something really simple. Get me a sticker for this place on my suitcase. Unless it's just the opposite way for whatever reason. Hold on. Purple. Eight, eight, five, six. Try it. No. I don't understand no. why. <laughs> well, no, but no. I thought we had it there. I thought it was going to be really easy. Okay, I'm going to read the thing again. Dear wonderful room service, please could you get me a sticker from this mysterious place for my suitcase? I collect stickers from all the places I've been to on my tours. Yeah, so we're not supposed to know all the places she's been to on her tour. No, I don't think it's a Mariah. Kerry trivia room. Are you sure these are all right? There's not like one that's like a weird... Because what's Bern? Bern is in Switzerland, isn't it? What was the other one? P-R-A-G. Prague. Well, it's probably Prague, but it's probably how the Prague people say it, right? Don't think we're going to get anything else from this, though. So confused. Can't see anything else in the room. Like, there's no... No. I mean, there's one, two, three, four... There's five, like, Mariah autography things lying around. There's mistletoe hanging over the bathroom door. Hmm. What was the other co- combination? Of, I'm just going to do another combination. So five, eight, six. I can't. Should we look at the help? Yeah, we'll probably have to get to the last bit though because it's going to go, look at the suitcases and the number of stickers. Yeah. Right, first clue. Oh, right. fuck. Hold on. Don't what? do the clue. Don't do the clue. Why? Turn over the 3rd of December. Take the page out. Look on the other side. Oh, Mariah. <laughs> right, dot to dot then, isn't it? That's why they suggest drawing out the... F- okay, right. If I I'll read you the yellow suitcase, you join them up. Okay. So Amsterdam. Yeah. Oh no, but how do you know which one you start at? Do it from the what like top to bottom. So which one you can see on the top? So like is no, it no, Amsterdam it first? Amsterdam, London. Yeah. So it goes around from Amsterdam, sort of anti-clockwise, because they're on top of each other like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So well, no, because okay. Yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. London. Yeah. Paris. Yeah. Luxembourg. Uh-huh. Bern. Mm. Andorra. Where's Andorra? It's kind of a five. Yeah, that's a five. Yeah. It was Andorra. Oh, yeah, okay. It's right. A five. And then the blue one, Berlin. Yeah. Vilnius. Oh, yeah. Copenhagen. Yeah. Helsinki. Yeah. Oslo. Two, three, three, five, uh, three. Oh, God. And then this one. Okay, Vienna's at the end. It's probably either going to be eight or a zero, like a number that goes back on itself. But right, Vienna. Where the fuck's Vienna? In the middle, wish. Oh, yeah. Bratislava. Budapest. Belgrade. Yeah. Sarajevo. Ljubljana. Prague. Yeah, I think you're right. Warsaw, back to Vienna. Oh. Eight. Six? <laughs> six, yeah. Five, three, six, or eight? Okay, I'll try five, three, six first. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. There you go. Thanks, oh, Mariah. Leave us a clue there. Hey, yeah. Leave us a clue. That doesn't count, that, that clue. We didn't use it. Did I didn't we? read it. I didn't read it. No. Phew. Fucking Mariah Carey.
4th of December, you end up in an old-fashioned office. Behind the cracked window glass, countless lights blink across from you. Hold on a second, how can that be? You just stepped through the door of an old village hut. Curious, you walk towards the window and look down on a huge city from a great height. That is clearly LA, and the window must belong to a high-rise. Wow, you just travelled thousands of kilometres. Or is this window some kind of magic trick? You look back doubtfully, but through the open front door, you still see the dark little village. You shrug your shoulders. Clearly, strange things can happen here and you don't have time to investigate them, so you focus on your assignment again. You look around the room properly for the first time, as well as the weirdness of the cracked window. There's also an old computer with a smashed screen. It's been a long time since you saw such an old device. And there's a second one. That logo on the other screen looks strangely familiar. On the right is an open elevator door. It seems to be defective and the wall is smeared with graffiti. Somebody around here had a temper. Was it the thief? On the wall hangs an old rotary dial phone. Super retro. Somebody's ripped out the rotary dial and thrown it on the floor. Lost in thought, you wonder if the phone still works and put the rotary dial back in. You put your finger in one of the holes and dial. You spin the disc until it stops and let go. Indeed it does. The disc turns back with a faint ticking noise. Pulse dialing, it was called, or something like it. Oh, those were the days. Is this Die Hard? Are we in the Die Hard's tower? Oh, I don't know that. An idea comes to you. There was a conspicuous phone list. What was that? I'll just turn the page. <laughs> there was a conspicuous phone list on the desk. Perhaps the way forward is just to give some want to call. The question is, who? Open door for now. Right. Let's see what we got. Oh god. Right. Okay. Riddle card D. Speed dial directory. Chef 324. Hotel services 456. Entrance lobby 740. Finance department 853. Okay, well we've got this little dial thing. I think you've got to pop out all the colours and stuff. Yes. And there's a template of a telephone. Oh, so I reckon if we dial each of those numbers, will that make a code? How do we get three? How do we get three numbers out of all of that. I don't know. Oh my god, these tiny little thingies are really punching out the phone dial. What's the forward? It's to just give someone a call. The question is who? Because where do you place the top? Ah, oh, yeah, okay, that's the top. So, hang on. Place it over the top. So it lines up with the spike thing, yeah? Yeah. But then if you... So the chef... Yeah, but so what do you do? So so the chef, the number three is green, right? On the card. Yeah. But the green circle when it's set up to begin with, the nine is green, right? Yeah. So do you move <laughs> that nine round to three but then what like what does that do how does that give you something unless no hang on if you dialed three you know like on one of those old phones to dial three you push the number three down to the stop yeah push three down to the stop yeah so what was number three brown uh, so you push brown to the stop and then what number is the green one on now six do you think okay but then also we've got four numbers we only need three actual in the R answer don't we true but it says give someone a call the question is who so maybe we work each number into a code but only one of the codes will lead to a door okay hold on so chef let's see so chef is six and then it goes back to the start and then uh, what we want two oh, how do you go back to the start hold on right one two and that's one, the white two. number so that's the white number is eight six eight and then eight. four and then it wants the red number so that's two six eight two for the chef i reckon six eight two okay so i just try it just to see if that does anything yeah Six, eight, two. One to the right, one to the right, one to the right. Yeah, that is. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. So it's just the first one. (laughs) Should we try a second one just in case? Okay, 
let's just try the second one. Let's try hotel services and just see. And if because it's wrong, then we know that. Y circle does work. So four would be three. Yeah. Eight. Oh, um, three, three, seven. Do you make it three, three, seven for hotel services? I do make it three, three, seven for hotel services. Let's just check. Well, no. Okay. Well, we've done it then. That was super cool. We just happened to get the first one. Yeah, but so everyone would try the first one first, wouldn't they? They might be doing, they might do the numbers first and then try the, the code afterwards, I reckon. Should we try them all just in case? I don't know. That just seems very easy. Okay, try the next one. Okay, so seven. Then what colour is that for? Brown, is it? That's brown, yeah. Oh, that doesn't even have a number. So it can't be that one. And then the last one. So eight. Is that purple? Yeah, the first one. Eight is purple. So that's eight again. And then five. No, then that one's on the stop. So that one isn't a number. So it has to be the shit. It has to be that one. So it is six, eight, two. Okay. It just happens to be that first one. Yeah. Win. <laughs> triangle Y zero. So it's one, two. It's the third one to the right. Number yeah, five. Done. There we go. Easy. Cool. 5th of December. Of course, there was no one at the other end of the line, but at least you found one of the codes. So, on to the next door. Again, you step through the door frame, and like going through a wormhole, you end up in a completely different place. But you know this one inside out. Wow, that's the famous Moritzburg Castle. Are we supposed to know that? I don't know. I've never... Oh, yeah, and everything is decorated as if Cinderella could step into the mirror ballroom at any moment. Did uh, Cinderella must have lived in... Yeah, but Cinderella's not a Christmas story, is it? Oh, yeah. Immediately, you have an earworm of flute music. If Santa hadn't asked you for absolute secrecy, it would be about time to contact a few scientists. This village and the magical doors of the half-timbered houses really need looking at by a specialist. Didn't last year's have the mirrored ballroom? Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, right now you're all alone here, and if that's the case, you think to yourself you might as well enjoy it. Brazenly, you try a few waltz steps on the sparkling clean parquet. Ouch! You almost slipped on an invitation card decorated with the heart you quickly pick it up if you are lucky it will help you on your quest okay so sort of cinderella themed open door five now behind you will find one riddle card e invitation to a dance in the mirror ballroom so we've got two crosses we're gonna have to look in the actual room here doesn't seem to be much there either decorated with a heart oh this looks really difficult i can't see anything in that room that looks like it's gonna help in the actual box no ah, is that picture of those houses the same that's on the box here or somewhere that's what i was just checking but i can't I mean, it is, it's a picture on the help book and game instructions is the same picture. Ah, you're right, mm -hmm. it is. Green and red. Is it like... Ah, and on the storybook though as well. What storybook? The one that we're reading the story from, the other booklet. Oh, yeah, but one of them has a green cover and one of them has a red cover. Right, okay. Are there any differences? Are they a mirror? They're not a mirror image of each other, but are there... Mirror... <laughs> oh, right, you're looking at the back. Do you mean these on the back? No, no, no. But look, that one's green. And that one's red. Right. And the heart, look, it's half red. Oh, so if we look in like the windows mirror, like... where the X's are, look, there's X's on the thing. They look the same. It's exactly the same picture. True. Invitation. To... Like, mirror is in bold on this thing. Yes. Do we need oh, like a mirror? We've... But it's not like we've got a mirror. I think they would say if you need a mirror, surely. I mean, it's the same picture on the front of the actual box as well. Is it? But I think you're right about mm. the green and the blue. Uh, the green and the red make sense that it's going to be those. But if they're the same picture, it wouldn't matter. Are they exactly the same? Well, 
on the um on the sort of etching bits yeah especially where the things are i can't see any difference at all like those patterns are the same boxes why is it only two plates we're trying to get three numbers here so if you're looking at three numbers you've got xx and the heart thing would be the three true invitation to a dance in the mirror ballroom mirror ballroom oh hold on a second but let me try on the back of the story thing just in case oh no it's just a blank it's just a blank the others don't know always have blank oh, yeah, no there's nothing on oh this one's tough okay well hang on what have we got we've got a picture of the house and there's two red crosses on it yeah and so I'm so wondering about a scientist-y thing why would you suddenly talk about scientists I can't see any difference in the pictures or anything where those crosses are no I'm just wondering if you somehow put a mirror you know the timber beams if you reflect part of them where the cross is would that make something but no I don't think they would provide a mirror surely it doesn't say on the back that you need a mirror it says you'll need pens that everything else you need will be behind the doors of the advent calendar so I don't think you do need a mirror what's the heart thing got to do with it though I don't know half red and half green that's why I was thinking of the red book and the green book well yeah but why is it a heart I think we should do the first clue just to make sure we're on the right track you reckon yeah okay I can't think of any other I mean if it says it's those books then at least we know we're looking at the right thing okay riddle card E shows you a fancy dance invitation sweet there's even a two tone heart painted on the two red crosses are also striking and is that a picture of a village in the background isn't that the village you know from the cover of the advent calendar you will need riddle card the box uh, it says you need a mirror storybook and the help book see so you do we were right about the red and the green I'm wondering it just says you need the box as well yeah and it says you need a mirror have you got a mirror I'm just using a CD oh that's that's supposed to spell anything I don't know why you would need both storybooks no how you which way you're putting them mirroring the storybooks mirroring the where the cross is see but it definitely says you need the riddle card yes Mm. the box yes a mirror the storybook and the help book so they've got to be I don't know you're supposed to like lay them on top of it somehow no well I'm just trying to put it on you see with the so it's sort of on the right hand cross it's like the second diamond along if you put that over the diamond and sort of look that spell something I don't know do you want to look at the next clip yeah I think they spell out words but I just have no idea how you would yeah this is tough okay riddle card E does indeed show the village that's on the outside of the advent calendar the two red crosses mark two places on it that you should look more closely there's some impressive craftsmanship involved in the timbers of the houses and why is the word mirror highlighted look at the cover in the mirror they're incorporated into the framework do you recognize a message yeah so I'm putting so I can't see if it makes a, a okay word. does it make a word right if right look looking at my um in the green mm-hmm. yeah okay so the timbers that one backwards says book and that one says backs book backs in the timbers so then book backs on the back of the books we've got green and red yeah right? these patterns so, so i'm on the what? back of the books yeah now is it a spot the difference oh look line them up there's a two a four and a one. Oh yeah two two four one yeah that's that's pretty tough i mean i did say about those on the back <laughs> to begin with 
ahead. We'll just skip that whole bit. Two, four, one, and we are going down one. Duh, 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 top right, yeah? Top diamond star L. Yeah. Oh, that was a tricky one. Yeah, that's the toughest so far. 6th of December. What awaits you behind the next door is clearly a recording studio crammed with every kind of technology. Behind a huge window, you see a room containing a few people in urgent need of a decent hairdresser. You call and wave, but nobody notices you. I reckon this is live aid. The pane appears to be soundproof. Who knows? Maybe the other side is even mirrored. You try your luck hitting a few switches on the mixing desk, but can't seem to attract any attention. But at least you get sound from the studio. You know, George, I think we should do a Christmas song. Do you remember the song we wanted to record in April, last Easter? Maybe we can just switch the words. Oh, is it Wham? Last Christmas. Oh, yeah, maybe. Good idea. But for now, let's just sing a few of the ones we have. How about some of these songs? So we've got the Christmas song list, and then turn the page. They begin to sing some well-known Christmas songs. You look around briefly, but nobody else is here. So you listen to the singers whose voices seem strangely familiar. Finally, you grab a bell and join in with the beat of the songs. Open door six now. A little bell. It's got an actual bell in it. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I know what you got to do. Yeah. You see, this is our music. We've got to do the bell and work out which tune it is. Oh my God. But that's implying that you know what all these songs are. Okay, do you want me to start? Try? Yeah, go on. We don't know how fast to do it, but... Well, no, hang on. Look, if you look in the room, it's got a, the thing oh. on the floor. So a big bar is a shh, and then a shh, and then a shh. Okay. Duh, duh, duh. Okay. Hang on, let me try and sing it instead, actually. It might be easier. Okay. I have no idea. Got it, I've got it. Yeah? Look at the bells, right? Yeah. Look at the bells on one. Ding, dong, merrily on high. Okay. I reckon number two is jingle bells. Shit, 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 shit. Ding, dong, merrily on high, jingle bells, and then. No. Hang on, which one was number one? Ding dong merrily and high. Oh yeah, that's eight. Hold on. Is it Oh Christmas Tree? Oh Christmas Tree. Oh Christmas Tree. Yeah, but no. Oh, Christmas tree. Uh, da da da. Uh, da da da. Da 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 da. Okay, so that means that means it's what was the first one? Ding dong eight. Jingle bells nine. Oh, Christmas tree one. Eight nine one. Okay. How are we supposed to know? I mean, three kings from Persian land to far. What the fuck's that? Yeah, but it's not going to be one of those, is it? Because you won't know what it is. All right. Okay. So what? Eight nine one. I think it's eight nine one. Eight nine one. That is down. Yes. After. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, that was a good one. That was clever. I don't think you get it with the bells, though. You'd have to sing it. Let me try it with a bell. 
That sounds like Jingle Bells. Yeah, and but then am I only doing that because I know what you know what it is? Yeah. That could be fucking anything. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, okay. Good shout. There we go. Seventh of December. I reckon this will be more difficult anyway. This time you walk into a kind of detective's office. You look out of the window. Yes, this street is well known to you. Baker Street. That's not Christmas. Unless, I don't know, has he done a Christmas? Sherlock Holmes, is there a Christmas mystery? I don't I think know. So. so you are probably in London. In fact, a lot of things here remind you of stories about the famous master detective Sherlock Holmes. The crackling of fireplace, the wing chair. This room is just really cosy and right away you feel at home. Though that heavy wallpaper may be too old-fashioned for your liking, if only you could do a little home improvement. Who knows, maybe with a bit of graffiti, a yellow smiley face or something, you stop your daydreaming and continue looking around. Good, I'm sorry, you don't just go into someone's house and redecorate (laughs) their walls. There's not really much urgency on helping Santa here. No. (laughs) I'm going to stop and tidy up. I'm going to stop and redecorate the fucking lounge. Someone has carefully left a violin on the floor. On the wall hangs a large pin board littered with notes photographs and newspaper clippings. Many of them have fallen and are scattered on the ground. Obviously, you should be looking for the golden book, but your fingers itch to investigate this mystery. If there really is a detective at work here, then you have to see what he's working on. Who knows, maybe you can help and leave him a tip. After all, you're always up for working on an exciting puzzle. You take a closer look at the pin board. Turn the page, then open door seven. Okay. Oh God, this looks so complicated. Riddle cards F1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 and 7. Oh my. So we've got the pin board with lots of coloured pins in it. Right. You have to cut these out. I need to grab some scissors a second. Oh, shit. Me too. <laughs> right. Well, they all need cutting out, don't they? So, okay, there's all these photos and bits of notes that we're going to have to pin on the pin board, right? Oh, okay. But each each one has coloured pins. So is it just a case of matching up the pins and finding out where they go? And so maybe they will... But then I've already noticed, like, there's one here, look. Motive, daring, art theft. But the N is italic for some reason. There will now be a brief interlude where we cut all the bits out. Oh, fucking hell, this woman on F2. What a munter. Oh, dear. I hope that's not a picture of... Brand. I'm going to tear that page out because presumably it's going to need to lie flat. Okay, I wonder which way up it goes. Page way. Okay, there's a thing in the uh, in the room. Look, what is so special about the man in the hat, the woman, the reporter on Jack, the other guy, the door on Kensington Road, and the crime scene? I urgently need to make a connection between all of these. Where is my red thread? So right, I reckon. First of all, I reckon we try and place them so they match the pins. Yeah, it looks like they do. That's so pretty we, easy. Okay, so the Egyptian pounds. I've already found where that goes. Yeah, I've got the lady. Brown and red is man. probably there. Yeah, there's loads. Yeah, it really easily does fit. Green and red there. Oh, is it? Maybe not. Oh, no, that's that one. Okay, so just fitting them on. Purple and brown. On. Some sort of overlap each other a bit. Yeah, so maybe they either the space left or the... Well, they all the pins are covered. Yeah, all the pins are... Okay, that's, that's easy enough. So we've got A, B and C, which, as we know, I think A, B and C is called one letter each that we need. Where does it say A, B and C? In 
in the box. It's going to be a number each, isn't it? Oh, I didn't read those. Hey. So the first one says... The clues have plenty of holes. Can you see a solution? So that'll be the gaps between them. The clues have plenty of holes. Well, it makes a six or a nine in the gap. In the, Does that make a number? In that gap have in the middle? Have you put all of them on yet? Yeah. Is it a two? Yeah, it's a two. Is it a two? Yeah, look, the gap two. in the middle is a two. Does yours not make a two? Yeah, oh, yeah, I suppose it does. Yeah, it's not a very good two, but it is a possible two. What? Why is a total two? Mm, maybe my eyes just aren't seeing it very well. Check your phone. Come on, that's a two. Yeah, I know. I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. That is a two. Okay, it's a two. So what does B okay, say? So that's A is the yeah. two. Okay, so B says what? Am I going round in circles? A clockwise look from 12 might help connect a clue. Are you leaning towards a solution? Clockwise from 12. Okay, well, look, the N there is... Highlighted. N. It's italic. And then oh, going round... I. Oh, in Lady Hampshire. And then up to the N in Daring. And then the E in Museum. E. So nine. Nine. Two, then nine. Yeah. And then the other one mentioned connecting. Where's my red thread? So what if we connect the red pins, maybe? That's just Mate, a zero. Do you think? I mean, it will. it makes a zero. It's a circle. A zero. It's a... Or uh, if you connect that bottom one, if you go right to the top, or zero too easy. Oh no, hang on. Wait, look at the okay, what's so special? The man in the hat, the woman. Yeah. So that's so hang on, let's Oh, man in the hat, to the woman, to the what? So the man in the hat to the woman, the report on Jack, the yeah. other guy. Yeah. So the other oh, so we're going that way, up there. And then up, that's six. The door on Kensington Road. That's the six. And the crime scene. Where's the crime oh. scene? Oh, I the Egyptian mean where it says crime scene, so it goes. So it's a five yeah five two nine five that seemed a lot of cutting out effort for not much yep nine five so we're it's going moon square l yeah moon square l so up left up moon square l is number eight done okay. i like that one you're right there was a lot of cutting out but i liked the way yeah clever to okay Eighth of December. You stumble straight into a stable. Straw covers the floor, and there's a large feeding manger in front of you. Oh, it's Jesus, isn't it? Probably. Other than <laughs> that, there's not much to see here. The air is pleasantly warm, and palm trees sway gently outside. The view is pretty nice too. When you think about it, the whole scene is suspiciously reminiscent of the Christmas story. But if so, then you definitely missed the baby shower. Good. No star of Bethlehem illuminates the firmament. No angelic choirs sing. There's no one to be seen far and wide. That's because it's all made up. Just a last remnant of decoration there on the left in the straw shows that someone has recently been here. And yet you can't get rid of the feeling that there's a reason why you're here now. Since you entered the village, your path seems to have been a very logical one, moving from one door to the next, like a scavenger hunt, always looking for a clue to the golden book. It has always seemed logical to you which route to take. The only question is, does the thief know he's left traces behind? Does he suspect that someone is following him? Since when do we know it was a him? Well, you will find out once you get hold of him. Until that happens, you have no option other than to look for the next clue. Fortunately, you don't have to look far to find two cards in the straw. Open door eight. Oh, I've got a nice little scene. Oh, little stable. We've got writing on these cards. So, here upon an early morn was a tiny baby born. Visitors from near and far came to visit via a star. The guests have gone, and so now you will need to find a similar clue. A star of Bethlehem shines bright. Look around, don't take all night. To help you out, you should be told, it isn't white, but shining gold. When you find the star, you're able to put your code into the table. But don't be hasty, wait a second. The code is not what you had reckoned. To find your code more easily, use bauble 
apples from the Christmas tree. Hmm, well. Hang on, what is in the picture here? Is there a tree? No. Oh, there's three baubles on the floor in the manger thing. Oh, yeah. Red baubles by the looks of it. Well, we need to find that star. Okay. When you find the star. Well, because the decoder has baubles on it. Look. Well, the decoder's got the star on it. Where? On the back of the box. Oh, okay. We've got the baubles on the actual decoder, then the picture on the back of the box has the star above it. Ah, so... Hang on. Star of Bethlehem shines bright. Look around. Don't take one eye. You should be told this isn't white, but shining gold. Yeah, gold star on yeah. the back of the box. Okay. When you find the star, you're able to put your code into the table. Now, the code on the back of the box is 656. Ooh. Okay, easy. Got it. Right, we set the code to 656. Yeah. But instead of looking in the window... Yeah, got it as look well. At where the red baubles are, 394. It's the red so easy. So it's 394. So three... Yeah. yeah, I reckon. And that takes you to that way, that way, that way. Star square triangle. Easy peasy. Star square triangle is number nine. Yep. Okay, now, because of that thing it said about there's a printing error on the box, that's the only reason I look straight on the back of the box. No, we that's true. ages trying to find that star otherwise, it has to be said. True. So maybe they must have just not have printed... Oh, hang on, I've got the version. Let me just have a look on the back of mine. Yeah, it's not on there. It's not on the back of my box. No, star. it's not on the back of my box either. No. So that's the printing error. There should be the star there instead yeah. of the arrow. So we would have just been looking... If I I mean, I only knew that because I happened to see it on that particular... It doesn't say... I know, but look on the back of mine, look. The star is there over by the QR code, which tells you the... Which would give you the proper picture. Hang on. Oh, do, yeah, but does it say... It says 656, though, still on the back of the box. Yeah, but if you didn't know that's where the star was, yeah. you wouldn't use that. Yeah. So that's the only reason that one was quite quick. So I imagine... I Yeah, I think you're right. If we didn't know the printing error was on the back of the box, we wouldn't have looked on the back of the box. We'd be like, where the fuck's the star? Yeah. Yeah. The 9th of December. We're not really... We're just sort of going from place to Christmas place, aren't we? There's no actual... We haven't seen anyone else, or there's no... It's just like wandering door to door, isn't it? Yeah, and like that bit, oh, yesterday. Oh, there's a logical route. No, it's not. Like, the other... Last year's, the Yeti house, at least you were following a route and climbing through doors. This is just looking in houses in a random order. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see what Christmas treat we have today. So, if you thought that the pretty stable couldn't be more... More rustic. You're in for a shock. You appear to be in the middle of a cave. You look thoughtfully at the massive rocks around you. What Christmas thing's that? Unfortunately, some light penetrates through a small opening in the rock. It is just a crack, but enough to peer out into the thick snowdrift in front of the cave. Suddenly, you sense movement. Is that a mammoth? Ooh. It is indeed. And it's not alone. The whole herd is trudging through the snow out there. Wow, in your head, your thoughts start spinning. You can't believe it, but you're not hallucinating. Okay. Obviously, you are not only only travelling in space but also in time yeah well, I thought we were anyway because we, we, we went back, back to, to that bar and... Dickens times didn't we yeah we've already done that um, we got that ages ago yeah you have landed in the distant past but how is that possible the tremendous trumpet of a mammoth interrupts your thoughts right you still have a job to do concentrate the passage in front of you is narrow enough that neither you nor one of the mammoths can get in or out at least you are safe here so you take a closer look around the cave in front of you on the ground there is a small bowl filled with a red berry mush, possibly some kind of primeval pigment. Further investigation reveals some stone tablets decorated with paintings. One of the walls also appears to be painted. Apparently someone who was here before, you, spent a lot of time observing the creatures outside. Not bad artwork at all. You wish you had that kind of talent. Odd that the colour still looks so fresh though. Okay, open door number nine. What have we got? 
Oh, okay. Can I just also say this one opens differently? The other way. So the other the other way is that something for later on? Maybe. What have we got? So we've got riddle card one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my god, this is going to be a difficult one. But just in the room, there's three oh, pictures of animals on the wall. There's like an elephant, a cow, and a man. We're proper then like cave painting land, aren't we? The door has different colours around the edge of it. Look. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I can see the mammoths. Right. Oh, it's one, like two, telling three. a story. Oh my god. So we've got eight cards of the same bit of wall and in each and one the animals are in a different place right but we've also got do we have to draw because on our page we've got a blank one true and the star is like there's these little stars look one two three four five so are we saying oh my god right so what if well we've got one two three four five six seven eight little stars at the top right yeah and on the cards they're all highlighted differently so if we take maybe if we put them in sun order left to right order right yeah one Two. Ah, oh, they're not. Oh, yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. And so I reckon start maybe... going across from left to right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do and we then, plot? So, do we plot the route? Over... I was going to say, do we plot it out like so? The elephant goes. Duh, duh, duh. So the elephant does it go somehow? Plot it out roughly. If you do sort of point to point, so I'm going to do very roughly going from card to card just to see. I think a six is what the elephant the does. elephant goes up and over. So, yeah, I make the elephant six, yeah? Yeah. Next is and the then, cow. Or the bull or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So he starts off in the corner. Then he goes that way. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see him in the corner. Then corner across. Then he goes that up way. A bit. That way. That way. That way. That way. Two. Two, yeah. So six, <laughs> two. And then the man. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 three. Yeah. Six, two, three. Circle, hexagon, circle, yeah. Oh, okay. That I thought was going to be much more difficult. That was just quite, a, that was quite <laughs> clever, but it made it a bit more complicated than you thought it was going to be. True. Although there was nothing in the story or anything that gave you a clue as to what you do. You, we just worked it out by putting the suns in order and plotting the... Well, because there, yeah, those coloured things around mm-hmm. the side on that flat mean nothing then. Well, they've got to be for something else then, surely. Uh, oh, yeah, because that opens differently that's the only then, wall that opens the other way did you see the other one that opens differently as well oh is there up one left one opens up and down up one and left one. Oh my god yeah it opens vertically Ooh. <laughs> exciting things to come oh no you're right though because if when that one opens downwards those two doors will overlap oh and that'll make yeah. something won't it yeah okay yeah. cool well there you oh, go see you okay. tomorrow 10th of December. It's me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you do the odd numbers. Oh, okay. Rude. 10th of December. After you've left the icy cave, you begin to shiver. Luckily, you find the next door pretty quickly. The lock pops open, but the door is jammed. You throw yourself against it and crash into a cosy looking room. If you were hoping you would be able to warm up here, you're disappointed. It's pretty cold, actually. No wonder, though, because the window is wide open. And what's that strange construction over the windows with the pillows? All of that is forgotten as you see a desk in front of you containing a large inkwell 
spells and a few quills. Next to it is a large book. You quickly check the cover, but of course it's not golden. That would have been too easy. Well, yeah, that is only day 10. You open the book. It seems to be some kind of manuscript. A new idea occurs to you. You take a look at the table of contents and your suspicions are confirmed. There they are, beautifully written in order from top to bottom, all the famous stories and fairy tales of your childhood. Can it really be? A list of Grimm's fairy tales. You rummage through the papers and find a letter signed Grimm. Wow, this is what the Brothers Grimm's office looked like. So cool to be in the actual room where they put pen to paper and probably had all their ideas. Your thoughts return to your grandmother. A true artist, she used to say. Have we heard from Granny before? Did I, she feel, say... I feel like I've quoted her before. Yeah. yeah. A true artist, she used to say, knows how to pull their inspiration from everywhere around them, even things that others would carelessly throw away. Oh, wasn't Granny the one that told us to tidy up the fucking house on day one? She's like, yeah. yeah. You turn back to the room with a smile. Open door 10 now. If necessary, help along with the scissors. Doesn't usually say that, does it? Well, it's more difficult to open. That's weird. I wonder why. It's thicker card. Behind you will find three strange items. Yeah, it's the things that we posted through the... Uh, yeah. I was going to say, have they slipped through in the box? Oh, and that's what she said, look. Pull your inspiration from everywhere, even things that others would carelessly throw away. Well, these are the three things that we threw in into the bin. Hold on a second. How hell have they ended up in there? Because we had to post oh. them through the little door hole, didn't we? Oh, we posted them through the bin, didn't we? We did. Uh... And there's a pillow over the window for some reason. I don't remember that being Grimm's Fairy Tales. No. Okay. Right, what, what, oh, so we haven't got a card even. We've just got... Just got the three well, things. each item is going to be a number, right? Yeah, but if you look on the other side, look, in order from top to bottom is in bold, so that must be important. Oh, sorry, I forgot about the Grimm's Fairy Tales bit. Punzel, Snow White. You should it in order from top to bottom. Ah, turn over your shapes. Oh, colours. So, uh-huh. so I take the, the green, for example, the witch. Yeah. U, G, E, B, D, H, E. Is that an a, Is it? Hold on. So what? U, Ug, E, B, D, R, T. That's a lot of letters. B, D, H, E, R, T, E, E. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. And there's more than... So it's not just even count the numbers of letters because they're more than 10. It's not even going to make a word. Oh, unless... What if we crossed yes. off all the blue, purple and green letters? Cross them off. Maybe. Okay. Hold on. So you've... But then you've left with... Are you reading from left to right, like Rapunzel, would be then A-P-N-E? Oh, yeah, but then that doesn't spell yet, does Or from down, top to bottom, in, in, as in R-S-T-T. So, oh, so that would be S-T-T. No, that still doesn't make a... Hmm. Or if it's if it's that, but say green, so it would be H-E-P, oh, and then it's U-B. Beautifully written in order from top to bottom. Pull your inspiration from everywhere around them, even things that others would carelessly throw away. Uh, hold on. Okay, yeah. so the throwaway bit is we've put the things in the bin. It's got yeah. to be that. There's nothing else that we've thrown away or discarded. No, don't think I don't so. think it is. Those colours match those colours. We've got that. I don't think there's anything in the room that's actually going to help. I think we are just stuck with sh- these shapes and these. Yeah. In order from top to bottom is the problem. It's the order. And I would hope that they would just read like 9, 12, 3 or whatever. I don't know. But they don't. Top. You see, it's not from left to right. It's top to bottom. Yeah, but surely that just means the order of the stories, right? But no, because that's just how you read anyway, isn't it? So, hmm. I think it's a longer message. But they don't seem to spell anything. What's this pillow thing about as well? 
Yeah, it did seem to mention that particularly, didn't it? What's the strange construction over the window with the pillow? I mean, you can see the pillow on the window, but... And it's got, like, feathers coming down, like snow. You're not supposed to sort of put it through, a, you know, some kind of weird lensy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that with a clue? Yeah, but what weird lens? We don't have a weird lens. What if we just put all of those, so green... Oh, yeah, I've done If we just take either take out or bring in all of green, purple, and blue. Yeah. Does it? Green, purple, blue. R-R-R-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-
showed his different coloured eyes. How do we... Okay. Okay. Where do we start, though? I don't know. So, obviously, we need the purple number, the teal number, and the orange number. I'm just wondering, you know, in the room, look, there's those paths on the screens. Do you think we need to do those? What are they going to do? Well, I don't know. Well, there are three of them, yeah. Well, I was just thinking that the eye, what are these, what's this code with the eyes, then? Well, so I think it means to get the purple one, you look at it from the right-hand side, and then to get the blue one, you look at it from the top, and then to get the orange one, you look at it from the left. Or is it one, two, three, <coughs> as in they're the three screens that you're looking at in the box? You see what I mean? So the left-hand side will be the orange solution. Oh, it could be. Okay, well, so let's look at the... Is that like down one, right one, down one, left two, down two? Because you don't really know one. where we start. Huh. Try to code. Just look with care to find the answer hidden there. Some words are paper, game, look with care. Those are in bold. Well, look with care is looking into those codes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I understand why there's three. I mean, there's not even that many orange things on the thing. No. How do you make a number out of that as well? Yeah, I don't know. Like shade me. Just these, the pathways on the thing, you don't know how many, how far each one is, like. Oh, I was just yeah. trying to see if, I don't know, it wouldn't work. Like, if you looked at them sideways. And then you wouldn't need the thing in the bin. Do you shade up, do you do like dot to dot of those ones? And then how do you, so that orange, well, there's hardly any oranges there. That's not like you can find those where those blobs are and be like, they're the orange ones. Because there aren't any orange at the bottom. No. Huh. And why is code in these weird colours? I feel like that is a... Well, I think that's the order. You need the purple number first. It's going to be the first number, then the blue number, and then the orange number, right? The purple number. Tough again. Yeah. Unless you just... It's not like a dot to dot, is it? I mean, if you're ignoring the purple things and just looking at the pack mini people. Okay, this is just what you said about dot the dot. Yeah. This is a real stretch. But if you... Right, turn, turn it on its right side. Do the purples kind of make a four? Turn it on its... What, which way are you looking, sorry? Turn it on its right side. Like that. Yeah. Do the purples make a four? Can you see a four with the purples? No, not exactly. Okay, well, if you say four, well, what would the next one be? And then the next one, the other side, the oranges, I reckon five, maybe? Yeah, it's more of a five. And then the other one, the blues, two. One. I reckon four, two, five. Okay, give it a go. I'd be very surprised. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, check me out. Oh, wow, there you go. I was all ready to use another clue thing then. Oh, that was sort of properly, yeah. or did we? I don't know. Hey? Yeah, we did do it properly. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to yeah. be much more complicated than that. Yeah, they, so the screens actually in the room were nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. It's me, isn't it? Because it's even. No, I'm even. Remember, you, you, sure? did the, you did the first one, which is one, so that's odd. Right, right. 12th of December. Well, no sooner have you entered the next room than it occurs to you that in your hurry, you forgot to throw the rest of the apple in the rubbish bin. Fucking hell, we're getting our money's worth out of this apple. Hmm, too late now. Hopefully you won't give the techie from the computer garage any weird ideas. But where have you jumped to now? Fascinated, you let out a whistle. Is that a real letterpress with actual movable type letters? The way this journey's gone so far, you wouldn't be surprised if it was a very specific historic letterpress. Yes, indeed. You are suddenly sure that you're in the workshop belonging to none other than Johann Gutenberg. Wow, don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? Fascinated, you look around. In front of you is a type case, and on the floor there are various misprints lying around. You'd love to print something yourself, but the machinery looks pretty complicated. Shouldn't there be a few finished books here? Hopefully Santa Claus's golden one. But there are no bound books here. The whole left wall is dominated by a huge 
huge shelf whose compartments are almost all empty. Only one of them holds a conspicuous frame containing the image of a quill pen. How odd, that must mean something. But for now, you keep looking for clues to catch the mysterious thief. Open door 12. Okay, got a riddle card inside. Johann Gutenberg's quill. Gutenberg loved to solve letter puzzles with this quill. If you're clever, you can fill every column, row, and three by three square with exactly nine different letters or numbers. Okay, so it's like a Sudoku then. We've got a Sudoku puzzle. Oh, I'm not very good at Sudokus, right. The no- the order, re- okay, hang on. The order reveals the order. This is inside the room. Have you yeah. found what you were looking for? Then take a closer look. Oh. Okay, but so the quill, look on the bookshelves on the left wall. Yeah. The picture of the quill is in that specific box. So I reckon once we solve the Sudoku, all the letters that are in that box might be the relevant ones. Do you reckon? The one with the I and the three. The T, the three, and the F, and the F, and the N. What? What are you looking no, at? The one with the quill in is middle row, right-hand side. Yeah, so in box one, it's a T, and then box two, it's a three. Oh my gosh. Hang on, what am I doing here? Hang on, what box are you looking at on this grid? Okay, look. Yeah, the middle one on the right-hand side is a T. Oh, I was looking at the big boxes, you see. One, the two, three, box. four, five, six. So middle row, big box, not little box I was looking at. Oh, no, little box. Well, I reckon we've got to solve the Sudoku first, right? Because that is, yeah, okay. I was looking at the big box. Okay, so how do you do How do you do this? Well, so every row, every column, and every three by three square has nine different letters or numbers. So it's just elimination of what they are. So let's first of all check whether we've got nine different ones. So there's a T, an E, an F, a three, an I, a W, a H, five, six, seven, two more. There's an N I can see, and it's got to be an O because I reckon we're looking for the word, the window. But okay, it's just some Sudoku time. It's fine. It's easy. Oh, I've never done Sudoku. Okay. So yeah. what? How do you how do you work it out? They act, well, they have to wake actual words, right? No. So okay, let's start with T. So each of the smaller squares has to have a T in it somewhere, right? But there can't be more than one T in a row or a column. So I know that there the T is over there. In the second one, the T is over there or there, and that doesn't help me find the T. T T T. So there is the T or T. That's already got a T. T. Well, if you look at the middle one, yeah, middle square, yeah, in the middle big square, E F I. The middle big square. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so it's D. D is the other one. So E F I. Yeah. So we just need to work out where the E, the F, and the I go. So the I can't go in the top one because there's already an I there. The F can't go in that one. Middle one. So the F must be the bottom. Well, no, because the F could go in the top one, couldn't it? No, it can't because there's an F. Okay, so the F definitely is the bottom. And then the E. Oh, no. So we know the I has to be the middle one and the E is the top one. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's that one done. Well, if you're making window, then does it O? Is is there an No, I think think window's a false alarm. There's not a... Because I forgot about the D. I never forget about the Um, D. Have you done any more? Not yet. Okay, what about the one with... Trying to look at the one with the least in. Okay, so so top row, the F is the top middle. Top middle is an F. Yeah, and then the the other one, there's an... If we're numbering them, one, two, three across the top, four, five, six in the middle. So square six, top left is another F. And then square seven, the top middle is an F. I think bottom eight middle is E. It's you've got that at the top. It's not going to be... There's only two in that middle column right up. It can't be the top because E is top left, you see, in that row. Or second one down. Could be top right. What? Box eight, you said, yeah? Oh, no, yeah. So this one... That's box 
the middle. Oh, yeah. Nearly all done. That's got to be E because, look, there's an E there. Ah. Oh. It's got to be E. It's the only one left. Clever right? logic. Which then only leaves N to be that top one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think far, like, bottom, I think, is H. Bottom left. Far bottom. Like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like, seven bottom left in that corner. Yeah. I think is H. Yeah. Oh, and then N. Oh, shit. No. Then the bottom actual row mm -hmm. should be H, T, D. Yeah. N, E. Yeah. I, W. F3. F3, yeah. Cool. Are you filling it all in? I'm sort of just going as I go, yeah. What are we supposed to get from this, anyway? Well, I don't know, but that's what the riddle card is telling us to complete the Sudoku, right? It reveals the order. I don't know how we can get three numbers from this. But, I mean, there's lots of words. I mean, they're like find and... Oh, there are words, is it? Sort of. I'm getting the hang of this. Okay, well, I've completed the grid. Oh. So, how far off are you? Shall I send you a picture of mine? Yeah, I've got a little way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... In the room, we've got the order reveals the order. Have you found what you were looking for? Then take a closer look. But so if we look at the box in the, the where the quill is, mm -hmm. that says find the three W, doesn't it? Yeah. But what does that mean? If you're clever, you can fill every corner of a row, three of us go the exactly nine different. That's telling you to do Sudoku. So there's nothing else on that card. The order reveals the order. Have you found what you're looking for? Then take a closer look. Hang on, what's this three W thing, sorry? Right, so in the room, look. Yeah. The picture of the quill. Yeah. Yeah. Is in that specific box, the middle right box, yeah? Yeah. So I looked on the middle right box in the completed Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah, and reading though, F-I-N-D-T-H-E-3-W, find the three W. Find the three W. Is there like three W's somewhere on the box, maybe? Ah, ah ha ha ha. What? Yeah? Is there a website address? Find the three W. Is there a website address on the back of the box or something? Oh, that's clever. Do you think that's... It. Go on then, try going to www.thamesandcosmos.co.uk Thamesandcosmos.co.uk Okay, no. Nothing? It just seems to be a website, doesn't it? Oh, maybe I'm thinking too clever then. Oh, that would have been so clever. Find the 3W. What 3W is, isn't it? There's nothing near it or on it, is there? No. It just says, so the order decides the order. And what's this other bit? Take a closer look. Have you found what you were looking for? Then take a closer look. Oh, look. The W oh. at the start of the 12th of December has a little number four by it, look. So maybe do the other, any of the others start with a W? Where? On the story page, 12th of December, look, W, it's got a little four next to it. Oh yeah, and okay. 3rd of December has a W, that's nine. Oh, there's another W, 6th of December, four. Okay, so nine, four, four. Nine, four, four. That way, that way, star, star, cross. Yes. That was tough, actually. It was, but a lot of it was just, I mean, we knew we had to do the Sudoku, it was just took a while to do the Sudoku. But that was good. Yeah. I don't know who that guy was, so. No, Johann Gutenberg. Did he invent like the printing press or something? No. 13th of December. There it is again, that strange feeling that has come over you several times this night. It's as if you recognise something here, but what could it be? The room you have now entered is a chemical laboratory. Of course it is, <laughs> of all the things. As soon as you realise that, you feel uncomfortable. And not just because of the large poster on the wall. Granted, the periodic table of the elements, oh no, yeah, brings back bad memories of your school days, but that's not it. You've since learned that science is cool. No, you're 
discomfort comes from being in this lab not long ago. Apparently, an experiment went badly wrong here. Hang on, uh, we've been here before. Gremlins, is it? Uh, oh, it's, okay. It may have exploded fairly recently. The floor and walls are riddled with enormous cracks and glass shards are scattered on the floor. Several of the halogen lamps on the ceiling have broken and those left bathe the chaos. Hang on, what? Those, and left. those left bathe the chaos in the laboratory in a different light. Even the digital clock on the wall seems to be broken. You look closer. It has indeed stopped and only part of the LED is still intact. And what is that stuff over the table? Could these brightly coloured Petri dishes be the cause of the catastrophe? There is no one in sight to ask, so you keep looking around. Finally, you find a couple of sticky notes on the floor. You pick them up and take a closer look. And there we go. Here's some science. Open number 13. If it isn't Gremlins, I still hope I hope that Gremlins, now you've mentioned it, I hope Gremlins is mentioned somewhere. <laughs> sort of going a bit Christmassy and then we're not. I don't know. I don't know what this is supposed to be. Right, we've got a laboratory, periodic table, four sticky notes. Here we go. Ugh. Right, so they've got times on. Okay. I'm going to put them in time order. Let's see what happens there. So 2.15am, Professor Erwin Catwish, team leader, samples analysed. Then what do we have? 5.20am, halogen lamps changed. 7.55, one of the samples has exploded. It is still unclear exactly when the explosion place. And the Investig 9.28am, the investigation of samples from the laboratory has shown that the blast took place more than three hours ago. So it's 9, 8, 7, 6. So between 6 and 7. On the wall, though, there is a there is a digital clock that's, that's sort of that's like... broken. Broke. So we're going to be looking for... The code is going to be a time. We need to work out the exact time, don't we? Yes. So hang on. Three 9.28. The blast took place more than three hours ago. So it's got to be... We know that the halogen lamps were finished changing at 6.10. So it's got to be between 6.10 and 6.28. We've just got to work out... Quite a bit. It does. There's neon footprints... Well, surely our first number is six. Yeah, but look, there's different coloured Petri dishes on the table. Ah, luckily nobody was in the lab at the time when the explosion happened. Yeah. So... That's why it has to have happened after 6.10, because that's when Borean Fleege left after changing the lights. Right, see, okay. I don't think... Although, somebody was in the lab, because there's green footprints on the floor. I don't know how you can work that out from the footprints, though. No, but is it just a case of looking at the... Okay, what did it say about the light, the LED? Only part of the LED is still intact. So if we know yeah, the first I mean, bit is six. If you coloured it in, you got a six and a two and a two. I would say six twenty two. Well, no, actually six. It's got to be six twenty. It's got to be six two because you can't make a one with the parts of the LED that are no. still um, right. Well, what can you make with the rest of that one? You can make so six twenty one. No, six twenty two. It could be. It could be an eight. Three. It can't be. Twenty four. It can't be. Twenty five. It can't be. 26 it can't be 27 it can't be but 28 it could okay. be but the thing said it took place more than three hours ago so it can't be 628 i reckon 622 i reckon 622 yeah okay give that a go yeah yeah easy oh there we go that was easy <laughs> I thought that was going to be really a difficult one. Yeah, I thought, well, because when it mentioned the table of elements, I thought it was going to be science elements and all that sort of stuff. We're near finding Chasing Santa or whatever we're supposed to actually be doing. No. <laughs> 
14th of December. This time, the door leads you into an ice cave. Oh, been there before. And what a sight. The ice sparkles and glitters in the weak light. After the oppressive chaos of the chemistry lab, this scene is overwhelmingly beautiful. Someone, apparently a gifted artist, has distributed numerous ice sculptures in the cave. Among them, you see a tree, a fez, a pair of ice skates, and a Christmas ornament. You're hit by a wave of Christmas spirit. As you walk around the ice figures in amazement, you find a chamber hidden behind one of them, and in it, a huge mountain of gifts. Great. Who are they all for? And who's put them here? The temptation is great to open one or two, but the golden book takes precedence. You can't find another exit, so you go thoughtfully back to the ice cave. Open door 14. What a beautiful ice cave. Isn't it? And we've got a word phrase to solve. And on the back of the story sheet, look, there's all like beautiful presents, pile of presents. There's a Christmas tree, some ice skates, a unicorn, a sledge, fez, a hippo, and like a bauble. How is this going to translate into words? Oh, it's got a picture of a lamp. Where? Oh, look. Well, when you hold it up to the light, some of those letters shine brighter than the others. Do you see? So whatever we write in there, those are going to be the important letters. But that doesn't help with what to write on there. Well, hold on. How many things? What are the what's in the cave again? Bauble, paw, gate, sleigh. One, two, three, four. Hippo. Tree, fez, ice skates. I'm just thinking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. See, I think the fir- the second one is ice skates because that's got the dash. Look, I C E dash S K A T E S. Yeah. Fez, ice skates. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's tree. Okay, should we fill those in? It does say so. Fez, ice it? skates. Unicorn can only be the on the second thing because that's the amount of letters. Okay. Unicorn. Hippo must be top. You know, end because there's not one long enough for hippopotamus. Fez, ice skates, tree, hippo, unicorn, sleigh, and. Ornament? B-A-U... No, it's got to be ornament. O-R-N-A-M-E. Yeah, ornament. And then, if you hold those up to the light... I can't really see... Z-E... Oh. R... Which way are you looking? How are you reading? Well... S-E-R-O... Zero... Nine... One. Oh, zero, nine, one. Yep, got it. Down... Zero... Nine... That way. Diamond square, square. Yes! Blast in. The wooden floorboards creak under your shoes as you step into the next destination. Shortly afterwards, you have to sneeze. And again, and again. Phew, pretty dusty. When you get over the sneezing attack, you can finally look at the room properly. Pretty children's toys are lying around, but they don't seem to have been used in a long time. Most things are neatly stacked in the corners. Other than that, this room is noticeably empty. Suddenly, you seem to hear a happy laugh and soft Christmas carols from somewhere. It sounds like it's coming from very close by. Ooh, we could be, this could be a clue. Outside the door, the village is as still and silent as before. So, where do the noises come from? After a little searching, you find a small skylight. You lean closer and peer out through the glass. You know the village you are looking at. It's the exact same mountain village that you are in right now, only you are seeing it at a very different time. There is a brightly lit Christmas market and lots of hustle and bustle. Such a lot is going on. Behind you, outside the door, is the same village, still deserted and quiet. But here, through the window, it is filled with life. Unfortunately, the window cannot be opened, but you can still enjoy the wonderful smells of mulled wine and gingerbread. You watch the goings-on for a long time, but eventually you get nervous and can't shake the feeling that you should be on the lookout for something very specific. But what? And it says, behind you will find no riddle cards or strange items. <laughs> got a ladder to the attic. Attic. Oh, we've got a picture on the back of our page of the village. 
Uh-huh. Right, so we've got attic. What else have we got? Various toys in this room. There's an arrow pointing up. Oh, there's there's a door in the ceiling. Okay, this already on the picture. Look, there's some sheep knocking about. Right. What and well, angels and sheep. Lots of people have got the same red hat on. Look, and the bell. cat. The cat has got a red hat on. One of the houses has a red hat on. Yeah. Okay. So. What do we just count them? And that seems a bit. On the lookout for something specific, but what? The clue's got a bit in attic the right if you look in your box at the attic hatch it's got a little handle door it's got a thing to open it or pull that off oh my god it has should we do that oh it's pointing up at the attic isn't it yeah look you pull the thing down and there's a window hats sheep then angels oh yeah because that's where the skylight remember it mentioned there's a skylight oh yeah that's clever yes yeah, let's see if we get the same okay so, nine hats I've got. Yeah, me too. Sheep. I got nine sheep as well. Yep, me too. And then what was it? Angels. Three? Yep, nine, nine, three. Nine, nine, three. And we think we've got it. Yep. Yes. We're blasting through. That was an easy one. Wow, sort of easy. That was very clever. I like the little extra hatch bit. Yes. Wow, sort of some not as Christmassy. No. Now it's just sort of they sort of forget some days that it's this Christmas themed. Yeah. Some of it's not even winter themed. 16th of December. You step through the next door and find yourself on the bridge of a steamship. It's nighttime and bitterly cold. The sky is traversed by greenish strips of light. Breathtaking. It must be the aurora. Below you, you can hear the deep roar of pounding of a steam engine. The bridge is strangely deserted, so you can take a look around without bothering anyone. Which ship have you landed on here? You read the ship's name on a label. RMS Titanic. Oh no. Where's the captain? You find him outside, leaning on the deck's railings. Captain Smith, you say to him, but he just stares excitedly at the sea and doesn't look at you. Look down there on the ice flows. They're penguins in the northern hemisphere, he shouts without turning to you. Or could they possibly be specimens of the notorious great orc? I thought they were long extinct. I must note the position of these animals in the logbook. This find will make me famous. That's not what's going to make you famous, sir. You don't quite understand his excitement, but you follow the captain's gaze. You also spot a number of black penguins on the surrounding ice flows. How cute. But how is that supposed to help you with your mission? Once again, you try to get the captain's attention, but he ignores you determinedly, fully absorbed in his observations. So instead, you turn to his notes lying on a small table close by. Open door 16. And in it, we have a riddle card. The captain's personal records. Incredible. Penguins sighted today in the Northern Hemisphere. How extremely rare. I must record this discovery. And then there's a... Okay, so there are pictures of penguins. In the room. It's not as simple as literally counting the penguins, is it? Oh, no, but look. The penguin... Okay, look. So the footprints of the penguins are the numerical display, right? Oh, so what does that mean? Well, so if you mark all the penguins, will they suddenly make... Three numbers. Oh, God. So, hang on. Which way up does this go? Okay. Well, it doesn't matter because 888 is the same whichever way you have it, right? So I'm just going to mark on wherever there's penguins. Yeah, but 888... Sorry, as in this way up. Yeah. Okay, right, okay. I will do the same and see what we get. Oh. Oh, yeah, there you go. Three, six, seven. It's not where the penguins are. It's where the penguins aren't. Three. I've got three, six. Yeah, I've got three, six, seven. Yeah, I put them where they are. Look, three, six, seven. No, you, your pen is where the penguins are. And so the gaps, the spaces where the penguins aren't is the three, the six, and the seven. Yeah, it makes three, six, seven, yeah. Yeah. The L triangle triangle. Yeah. Easy peasy. That was the easiest so far.
the 17th of December. Armed with the next code, you are back in the mountain village. I didn't think we left. But I think, don't we go into a little house each time and each house transports us to somewhere new? So when we leave the house, we're back in the village and then I don't know. Okay. With it, you find the next door, open it, and you're on board again. Whoever the thief whose trail you are following may be, he suddenly appears to have discovered his nautical streak. But the difference to the Titanic could hardly be more striking. This time, it's a much older sailing ship. The air is lovely and warm. Everything around you looks idyllic. Wooden planks creak, sails rattle in the light breeze, and the sea shines azure blue. In the distance, you spy a few lush palm-covered islands with beautiful beaches. Brightly coloured parrots flutter, cawing through the air. Caw, caw. <laughs> Your curiosity grows. Which ship have you landed on this time? And will you find the golden book here? After a sh- short search, you find a desk with all sorts of notes on it. On one of the pieces of paper, you finally discover the name of the ship, the Santa Maria. What's that from? I don't know. Santa Maria. It's not Treasure Island or something, is it? No, that's the Hispaniola, isn't it? Oh, well, let's find out. That very Christmassy story of Treasure Island. <laughs> yeah. Yes, if that is the case, then the notes in front of you are unlikely to be written by anyone other than Columbus himself. Uh, oh, fair enough. A grin spreads across your face. You are beginning to enjoy this adventurous journey. The things you are experiencing are so cool. If Christmas wasn't at stake, you could happily follow the thief's trail forever. But, of course, you can't disappoint Santa Claus. You gather up the scattered papers into a neat pile, hoping to find the appropriate clue amongst the clutter by tidying up. Lo and behold, among all the pieces of paper, you come across a nautical chart marked with your current position. Very interesting. Unfortunately, the islands on it are not labelled. Three ships are shown. If you're not mistaken, then the other two will be the Nina and the Pinta. But how will that help you follow the thief? Okay. Number 17... We shall find a riddle card. Oh, and on the back, look, we've got a nautical sea chart situation. Oh, not a sea chart. Mm. We're going to have to plot a route, aren't we? Okay. What have we got on the card? Logboard of Santa Maria. Some hid my compass well. Someone hid my compass well. I see no mainland through the swell. I sent three ships with fate in hand to sail and seek promised land. The first took palm trees as a start. The second sailed from a stormy heart. Third began at Dead Man's Mountain. Each sailed ten hours. You may start counting. And at ten hours, please tell, tell to me just what you find to bring the sea. So basically something or other. So someone hid my compass well. I see no mainland through the swell. So that's saying it's not going which way, whatever way you go, oh, doesn't. Oh, the on the back of the box, look. But it says N-O-S-W instead of N-E-S-W, doesn't it? Yeah, hold on. How many colours have we got? Blue, red, green, and yellow. Yeah. Okay. So I got- sent three ships to sail and seek the land. The first took palm trees as a start. Okay, so that is our first one with the palm trees. Number eight. So number eight we are beginning with, okay. Each sailed ten hours. So one dot to one dot is an hour. So we're plotting okay. this. 10 things okay yeah so now how do we know where we're going now so we know which of the three ships so the first one is the palm tree one the second one is by the storm yeah and then the third one is the skull but how how do we know where to plot 10 from there so we're going from 8 to is it we just have to follow the green ones oh maybe no because then there's only two if you go from 8 you go up to 9 but then there's no other greens it can reach well the compass on the back has to do with something because oh yeah because it says they hid my compass well 
So I was thinking that's a hidden compass-ish on the box. Yeah, but how do you use it? What are you using the compass for? Yeah, I don't know. Why is it O? Is there anything in the room? Like in the actual... Because the only other clue we've got is I see no mainland through the swell. But is that just a bit of rhyme? Okay, so we're, we're each ship has got to go for 10 hours, but we don't know which direction. Yeah. I'm like, how do you supposed to use the... That's the... I mean, green is west. We're starting on green. Mm. But it could be anything, couldn't it? Oh, it says start counting. So do you go from 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1? So... But we can't get from no 8 7. Or do we just do all the 8s? 10, 8, and that doesn't work. But that compass has got to mean something. Well, yeah, it's got that zero. N-O-S-W. Each sailed 10 hours. And I think you have to count down. Hmm. Third began at Dead Man's Right. The first took palm trees as a start. We So we know which ship starts where. Fine. And that'll be the numbers, like ship number one, whatever number, yeah, yeah, yeah. route. But yeah. unless, I don't know why it's an O. Like maybe, so if he's he starts in a green square, so that means he goes west. And then he's on a red square, so does that mean he goes south? And then he's on a blue square, so that means he goes east, then east, then east. And then he's on a yellow square, which means he goes north. Do you know what I mean? Like, is the colour of the square you're on telling you which direction to go? How do you know which direction you're starting off in, though? Hey? How do you know which way you're going in the first place? Well, because, so look at ship number one. That's in mm. square green eight, yeah? And a green mm. on the compass on the back is west. So does that mean he goes west first? West. Oh, so, like, south. But then what's zero? Uh, I don't really know. One, two, three, four, five. And seven is north. Eight. Or carry nine, on. Nine, ten. Okay, if I did that, yeah. I plotted that route, it doesn't make a number. Okay. <laughs> it makes, like, a... But then it's ended up on spot number six. So maybe it's the number six where it ended up. Oh, I don't know. Because it says you may start counting. I feel like we're counting down. I don't know. I'm going to just try plotting the rest of them in this same manner, just in case. Although, I, you know... Could... No, I don't, don't think that's it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, I've ended up with another six. Oh dear. And then this one. Four, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean, okay, plotting it that way for some reason gets me six, six, eight. Just check. No, no, that's not right. Unless, no, I don't know. Hmm. I think maybe do a clue for this. Although realistically, I think we probably have to do two clues to get a pointer. You reckon you want to go for a clue? Yeah, but the first one will be like, look around for the compass on something like the box. Okay, well, I'm gonna do it. Okay, riddle card M's that you're actually on board, Christopher Columbus ship. Are you about to embark on a voyage of discovery? Before you can do that, you'll have to find the compass. Without it, it will be difficult for each of the three ships to manoeuvre through the ocean in the ten hours mentioned. Where could it be? Okay. Second clue. A look at the back of the calendar shows the compass. Yes. Did you notice that every point of the compass is highlighted with a coloured circle? You can find the exact same circles on the nautical charts. Yes. Riddle card M tells you the starting points of the three ships. Yes. And in which order they go to sea. Yes. Assuming you need an hour to get from one point to the next, where would you get to if you sailed for 10 hours. Pay attention to the coloured circles. Well, that's what I was doing. Okay. Is this the next? Is that just the first one? Oh, do you know what I've done? Do you know what I've done? What? I had it right. I was doing it right. I just fucking miscounted. 
episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One of them only sailed for nine hours. Whoops. How much did it change then? So it's four, six, eight. Whatever I said. Four, six, eight. Four, six, eight. Up, up, up. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, bastard. Sorry, that was my. No, it wasn't 100% clear that one, though. I'm not sure if I like that one. No, and that doesn't explain why the. Do you think that's a misprint? Why it's a zero instead of an E for East. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. That's rubbish. That's just me being a stupid, can't count fucking idiot. Oh well. 18th of December. You can barely believe it. Now you're clearly in ancient Egypt. I, I can't believe it. I literally can't believe it either. You enter the burial chamber of the pharaoh. Yet again, that strange feeling of deja vu overcomes you. It's as if you've been here before. But how would that be possible? Maybe in a previous life? Perhaps this place just reminds you strongly of pictures that you've seen, of descriptions that you've read. Again and again, it seems to you that the places which the thief visits are not chosen completely at random. You shrug your shoulders. It could just as well be that your strange feeling is a simple side effect of time travel. Besides, brooding is of no use to you and your mission. You look around curiously. It doesn't smell as musty as you would have expected from a burial chamber. The golden sarcophagus and the many hieroglyphs that decorate the walls meet your expectations. Even the artistically crafted figure of a large scarab on the ceiling fits your mental image. You step closer to the sarcophagus and trip over something on the ground. Open door 18. Oh, we've got lots of cards in this one. In this tomb you can see wondrous art from history. The ceiling holds the riddle clue but there's a hint eluding you a master found the code you seek it took it home some time this week he left three keys when here before they'll unlock his room's door and when you understand the keys your next move is sure to please if you find the clue remainder you'll escape the pharaoh's chamber well we've got we've got three keys i'm gonna yep. pop out and be taking them out of the thing i'm in the process of the ceiling holds the riddle clue okay so we've got there's a weird symbol on the ceiling look letters and pathways leading to this scarab beetle a master found the code you seek and took it home sometime this week. Without the hint, you can't begin, so you'll just have to visit him. Right. He left counts. three keys when here before. They'll unlock his room's door. And when you understand the keys, your next move is sure to please. If you find the clue remainder, you'll escape the fairest finger. God, right. So does that mean we've got to go to someone else's room? A previous room? No? A master found the code. A master? But then the a three keys will unlock his room's door. So, what? So not someone we've been to before, then. I don't get these letters. I'm just trying to see if they they sort of are the same shapes as the P. Put them over the top. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's four things and only three keys here. True, but it's saying right. So someone else got here before and took it home, and without the hint, we can't begin. So we've got so we've got to visit this other person. He left three keys, and they will unlock his room's door. So does that mean we've got to use the keys to do what? I don't know. When you understand the keys, your next move is. Short to please. Oh, there's three keys on the back here, the back of the box. Right. Okay, just for no reason, the letters, the keys make letters, look, E-L-F, elf. An elf. Is there an elf anywhere? Or has there been an elf anywhere in any of the other doors? Wasn't there an elf in um, that, when we were counting villages and people and stuff? How do they say elf? So, one of the, if you look, like the gaps between the prongs of the key, one looks like an E, one looks like an L, one looks like an F, yeah? You see it? I mean, it might be completely wrong. There might be nothing to do with an elf. I'm just trying to see on the back of the box. Yeah. They're not the same size though. You the keys. Them over the top. 
Well, no, I've looked in every other one that we've been in, and I can't find an elf. Master found the code you seek. I'm just seeing... Oh, it's not um on the back with the keys. Yeah. Those three riddle cards, B, oh, N, P. Look, there's an elf on the 11th of December. Ah. So, the so are we going to the box of the 11th? It's the, do you remember that we said those computer screens didn't really do anything? They will show you the paths... Oh, they're On the same. Scarab. Oh, yeah. So, now what? <laughs> okay, so if we look at the corresponding paths to the scarab, they'll spell out letters, right? Maybe. Well, how do you know which path? Like, on the computer screens, do you see what I mean? Oh, out of three of them, three are going to match, and the fourth is going to be dud, I suppose. Maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. And then we'll know, so... Okay, okay. Oh, no. Oh, okay, this is difficult. Oh, my God. Right. I don't bloody know. Are they... Do the keys go over the top of these things? Okay. Okay, the first one is zero. How'd you work that out? Okay, so the screen on the left, that path, down, right, down, left, down, right, down. Turn the box, so where the Z path, so from the Z to the scarab, that's the same path, right? And zero is the only number that uh, starts with a Z. Oh, I see. And then the other one, the second letter is O, because the same path that's the O for zero is on, is the second path there. So... That's one. No, because it's four it's got four paths so it's got to be four letter so four maybe check if the that path matches the f which it does so it's going to be zero four and then this one also has an o in it this one starts with an o and it's only three so i reckon you're right that one must be one but let's check the n path down yep zero four one so diamond star square yeah well hang on how do the keys come into this they spelled elf and because of that we looked and found the elf uh, on door right. 11 okay. they did right fine oh, that we were difficult to, one. i thought oh. we were gonna have to use a clue for that one as well but didn't the 19th of December. Taking one small step, you land in the cockpit of an ultra-modern spaceship. Oh my god, spaceships now. Through the large windows, you see hundreds of stars, like tiny points of light just streaking past at breathtaking speed. Then your flight suddenly shows... Slow... Sorry, get, <laughs> cut this out. Then your flight... So, then your flight suddenly slows. A huge reddish ball appears next to you. You are no expert in the field of space travel, but it is clear that this is a planet completely unknown to you. At least it's not one of the eight known planets in your solar system and, oh, it looks like sucks, Pluto. <laughs> and it looks like your spaceship is about to land wow with a bit of luck you could be the first person to set foot on this alien planet perhaps you had better quickly think of some memorable first words for the history books you think feverishly you think feverishly until beep beep alert beep beep <laughs> a nasty beeping sound in sync with a red flashing warning lamp gradually increasing in volume oh my goodness something is gonna is going really wrong here if you are not quick then you'll probably be crashing rather than walking into this new planet. Where is the crew? Should they be dealing with this? But there doesn't seem to be anyone around. Where are they? You fight the rising panic that threatens to overwhelm you. On the control panel, you discover a manual. You quickly grab it, but you cannot decipher the text. Strange, incomprehensible symbols run across the pages. They might as well be in Klingon. Haha, <laughs> experience beige. Christmas beige. <laughs> okay, then, you'll have to fix a problem in a different way. All you have to... Oh, God, I can't read today. I'm going to start that sentence again. Okay then, you will have to fix the problem in a different way. All you have to save your skin is intuition and common sense. Wow. Open door number 19. Oh, this is the one that opens up different. Oh yeah, it's vertical. Um, 
we have one riddle card in. Oh, oh, oh I know why. We've got spaceship. We've got, oh, God, some alien language. <laughs> okay, alien language. We've got the three numbers. We've got the radar, the spanner, and the arrows. Right, so inside, what have we got? There's restart, repair, and scan. Do oh, they, and different colours. Different colours. Do they Are they matching these colours, you know, on the opposite side of the window that we're folding back? Oh, yeah, okay, right. Fold door nine and door 11. Why not? 11. Because they overlap, but there's colours. Is this what? Do you think it's relating to that? They're going to make numbers, right? A, B, C. So it's oh, okay. A, B, C. So do you do the top door, then the what? left door, then the right door? And then you look at the grey. Hang on. How, how, what do you mean? Top. Oh, yeah. Top, left, right. Um, grey, white. Unless it's blue. the other way. C, B. Well, it looks like a five, sort of. Grey, white, blue. Which bit? Like a five. Oh, the grey. Hang on. I've done it wrong. A, right, A, B, C. The grey, then the white, then the blue. You're right, that makes a five. Yeah? Okay. But hang on, what's the, are, you, are you sure this is for the right one? Because what has this got to do with riddle card O and everything else? Well, no, okay, but that's the restart, right? So that will be number three. So number three is a five, because those arrows are like a restart. Uh... The scanner will be the repair, and the radar will be the scan, right? So the repair, you do the right door, then the top door, then the left door, and you look at the pink, the orange, and the purple so that's a two right pink orange purple it doesn't really look like a two to me very what yeah it doesn't look like a two in any way to me the orange is the top and Hang then on, you... let me just i'm folding down hold on i'm folding down oh that one right top yeah thing. right top then left that's a two how can you not see the two? Oh, i can see it now yeah it just it was a bit funny magic eye on my face <laughs> and then it's left right top green yellow and red that's a nine that's definitely a nine yeah so nine Two five. Ninety five. Yeah. Hmm, okay, and we had to just ignore that alien symbol. Oh, the alien language. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. Well, I'll see if this works first, and then go from there. So I don't think it is. No, it is moon hexagon cross. You go up, then back, then back again. Oh, I've got it upside down. Sorry. Oh my god, are you okay today? <laughs> well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Moon hexagon cross. Up, down, moon hexagon cross. Yes. Okay, that is number twenty. Yeah. Okay. Done. Door number oh, nineteen. Done. See you tomorrow. Ugh. 20th of December. Phew. Thankfully that worked out fine again. You're very happy to be back in the snow-covered mountain village, even if you are freezing again. Your eyes feel awfully heavy now. How long has it been since you last slept? You close your eyes, only for a moment. Such a relief. As you awake, you see a white rabbit with a golden pocket watch hopping in front of you. From large to small, from large to small, it shouts like a mantra and hops away. What on earth? How tired are you? You rub your eyes and when you open them again, a girl runs past in the direction of the rabbit. You jump up in pursuit. The two run in the direction in which you want to go, towards a distant door. However, the closer they get to the door, the smaller they seem to become. In fact, they're noticeably shrinking. Alice in Wonderland is not a Christmas story. I was thinking that, yeah. Even the door towards which they're running is getting smaller and smaller, or are you getting bigger? Hard to say. You ramp up your speed, but the two have a big head start, and then, in a flash, they jump through a tiny door and are gone. You finally reach the door, but it's now no bigger than a hole, and the hole is way too small to jump into. What are you supposed to do now? How 
how are you supposed to follow the trail of the golden book? Brute force surely won't help you here. This situation seems to require a touch of cleverness if you don't want to remain stuck in Wonderland forever. Open door 20. Behind you will find no riddle cards or strange items, but it's only a little circle. Oh, it's a little weird one, yeah. Okay. Okay, have you opened it? Well, I have, but I sort of pushed it in. I haven't. It's not yeah, big enough too. for me to get the lid out. Yeah, me too. Do you need to get it out, do you think? I don't know. Well, there's something, it looks like beetles or something on the inside, but there is that rabbit next to the door. Oh, but I want to see if I can get the lid. You know, I would hate for there to be something on the back of the lid. Hang on, there's nothing back on the paper, is there? No. And it tells you not to use brute force, so they obviously don't want you to just rip the door. Brute force surely won't hurt. The situation seems to be a touch of cleverness. Touch. What if you put your finger through? Is there anything you can feel? Oh, there's a flap on the, on, well, on mine, right yeah. hand side, the wall is going in. Ah, uh, true. But if you look on some of the other open doors, all the doors, all the walls do that. Look. Is that just a manufacturing? I think it's just weak manufacturing. I can't get the... Because, yeah, I can poke through to door 13 and door 18, but you're probably not supposed to be able to. Okay, I've got the flap the other way. There's nothing there. On the lid? No. Okay. What can you see inside? To get a bit more light. I don't know. I think the clue touch of cleverness. I think something to do with touch. Although I don't know what exactly. Okay, I can see an hourglass, a rabbit, clock. Like, it's like a swirly lots of Alice in Wonderland bits. Oh, yeah. And I can see a cat. There's nothing else. Okay, but look, there's a cat on the roof of one of the houses. Where? Above the building that door number one is in. There's a cat sitting on the roof. There's a teapot. There's Alice. No, oh, it's not... this. That's the Cheshire cat, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the same. A touch of cleverness. Touch of cleverness if you don't want to remain stuck in Wonderland. Brute force won't help you. Touch of cleverness. Well, I definitely can't feel anything. No. Inside. It's not like Braille somewhere or something. So how are we expected to know Braille? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Is it coincidence that the rabbit is next to that thing? Or have they just put it there as a decorative because that's the Alice in Wonderland? Do you know what I mean? Is it purposefully yeah. or just decorative? Maybe. I don't think any of the things inside that you can see are going to help because they're just general... No. Alice in Wonderland decoration. If you put your, put your finger on the floor, can you yeah. feel like a line? No. No. Like, are there any just like raised numbers no. that you might be able to feel? No, it's just flat. I don't know. I can feel like a raised line. Where? Oh, I think I can. I don't think so. There's one on each wall. That's just the way that the box is done. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can I can feel a raised line. I think one's a the zero. Bottom. The one on the left, the one on the right, I think is a zero. Oh, I can feel it. Now. There's no way I'm good enough to work out what the numbers are. Hang on, there's one on the bottom, there's one on the left. And there's one on the right. It's like a circle. Oh, yeah. On the right is a circle, but then does it have a it has a bit down? An eight? This is clever, eight. but also really horrible. I think that's an eight on the right hand side, yeah. I think you're right. Okay. And then the bottom thin is either a two or a one, I think. Or a seven. Maybe a seven or a one. It's thin, it's two thin lines Hang going on. I've lost it. down and then to the right, sort of bent. Seven or a one. Okay. And then on the left-hand side... It's got a curve. Oh, oh but it's a bit complicated at the bottom. Six? Curve with a, maybe a six, yeah. Oh, my God. Let me try if I can put the light in to see the outline. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a two. Left-hand side is a two. Oh, you can definitely see it, can you? Yeah, that's complete number. Yeah, it's a two there. So left is two. Yeah. Oh, 
it's a one on the bottom. One on the bottom. Oh, yeah, I can see the two. And, yeah, eight on the right. We were right. Okay, so what? Two, one, eight. Two, one, eight, but which order? Well, maybe just left, bottom, right? Like in the order that you would... Two, one, eight. That's two, clever, but you don't... Actually, no, we're clever because we got it without looking. But, well, yeah, okay. We are clever. <laughs> oh, no, because the first one goes up and you're not allowed to go off the board, right? Oh, no, yes, you're not allowed to go off the board. So it can't be that one. Oh, from large to small, the rabbit said. So eight to one. Down. Diamond thing, diamond, yes. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. But Diamond thing, diamond, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which is 21. That was a clever idea. I, I applaud that idea. <laughs> it's not Christmas. Hey? It's not Christmas. No, it's not Christmas, but... 21st of December. Behind the next door, a vast desert is waiting for you. Even though night has fallen here, the heat is still stifling. You notice a caravan that is just starting to move off. Heavily laden camels roar. They trot along, one behind the other in a long line. So when the camels roar? Oh no, we're not in Jesus, are we? (laughs) Apparently they know exactly where they are going. You can make out to three people among them who seem somehow familiar to you. Mm -mm. One of them keeps pointing to a big star in the sky. At least it's Christmas theme, come on. Well, yeah, I suppose. It seems to you that they are heading in that direction. You quietly watch the hustle and bustle. It seems there are the it seems there are three groups on the go. And just look at these stylish blankets. Apparently each of the groups has a preference for a particular colour. You wonder <clears throat> you wa- wonder <laughs> you can have to edit this again. You wonder what they might find at their destination. A gentle breeze blows a few scrapes of conversation over to you. Well if you keep wondering we'll be there on January the 6th at the earliest. What have you done with the baby sandals? If we don't find them again, we'll have nothing but myrrh to give them. You raise your eyebrows. They don't seem to be very well organised. You doubt they will have any idea about the Golden Book or how you will find your way forward. Phew, it's pretty hot here and sand is getting everywhere. As you look out for a suitable place to settle down, you find a strange drawing on the ground. That cannot be a coincidence. It looks like someone deliberately drew it in the sand with a stick for you to find. But who? Maybe the thief? Maybe. Open door 21 and get riddle card. Okay, oh god, right. So it looks like two like buckets drawn in the sand. Okay, there's lots of camels with different colours and numbers on. Well, the camels thing was in behind each other in the line was in bold and blankets was in bold. So we've got the camels and the coloured blankets, haven't we? Okay. So what this picture of these two buckets means... Oh no, that's a big, pictures of their like blankety harness things. Saddles? Yeah. Is it? Oh yeah, I suppose. Saddles is the word, yeah. Yes. And there's a stick. I think we just have to draw like dot to dot numbers and it will make up a number on the things. How dot to dot numbers though? One behind the other in a long line. Wait, the three colours are the colours of the three code bar things? Yeah, so red is possibly, if you do 1 to 7, 7 to 14, 14 to 15, it's sort of a 2 in a way. It's an exit 2. Right. No, it's not just a dot to dot thing. That's sort of like a 8. Sort of. Very squashed 8. Oh no, but there's two 18s on the uh, blues. Okay. One behind the other in a long line. Maybe we do them from sequence. Oh no, because if there's two 18s, that's not going to work, is it? But you're right. It's got saddles with a line between them. So it's telling us to join up the saddles. How else do we do it? Uh, I don't know. So hang on. Right. So they trot along one behind the other in a long line. That number 11 is bigger than the others on the blue for some reason as well. But is it just perspective that camel is closest to us? Hmm. So what if... It's the long line. One 
one long line is a. So should they? You're supposed to reorder them into one long line with like the numbers. They make a sequence, but then it's not just no, because that would defeat the point of each camel having a number. I was just gonna say it's not the number. There's four red, six yellow. You know, but that would just be silly. They definitely don't make up a numbers if you join the dark. And there isn't one for every number. There isn't a number four. They're not two eighteens, which is the weird thing. Yeah. No. Just drawing them up just makes a mess. Hmm. Okay. Is it adding them up or dividing them or are they like as you know special numbers, special kind of numbers? If you put them in, if you put them in a line, like a you know like a they're all like even numbers or they're all something numbers or special numbers. If you line them up, unless it's not. What if it's not joining them? Could it be a minus symbol? But then you wouldn't know which two to minus from each other. Yeah, but hang on. But if they're in a line, so is it seven minus one is six? Fifteen minus fourteen is one. Makes seven. Hmm. But then. 8 and 11 7 8 6 I don't think it is I'm just going to see if it is 7 8 6 but no it would be 8 no it's not that <laughs> it's not minusing them all or hmm can you think of anything else no unless this is one behind the other in a long line so if you joined them up from where which one was in front so like 18 to 20 to 11 to 2 to 18 I mean does that sort of I don't know that just makes an M but is that a three? Yeah, what do you mean in a line? Like, Well, so the number 18 camel is the one at the front of the line, yeah? And then number 20 is in second place, then number 11, like which camel is in front of the others? It doesn't really make anything though, does it? No. Well, sort of nine maybe. A nine? It's not a nine. No, I've just scribbled over all of them really bad and I can't yeah. tell. Well, the first is yellow, isn't it? So it's working out the yellow one. you could got a number. It would be very, very no, no, that took me to door 19. Do we need a clue? Oh yeah, but the first clue is going to be I know animals. What are they wearing? But well, I think we're going to have to. It's going to be something. It, I think with overthinking it. Okay, here we go then. On riddle card P, you can see the strange image someone has drawn with a stick on the floor. What's that supposed to represent? A connection from lock to lock. Oh, are they padlocks. They're padlocks. Oh. Perhaps you should also draw oh. something. They are the padlocks on the front of the windows. Okay. Right. Is that all it says for that first clue? Perhaps you should also draw something. But what do we collect? Connect the door numbers. Oh, uh, we collect those door numbers right one, okay so one so yeah but in how one so seven. the red if we think about the which one so right the red door number one yeah and then the next camel is door 14 right so we go up diagonally that way why is it oh you're going that way so one it said the camels are in line from one behind the other right so then oh, the okay. next one behind that is door number seven which okay. is down and then the next one is door number 15 which is down again so that's a one. Oh yeah got it okay Red one. Okay, so then the yellow, door number five. Then we go to door number 19, which is a cross. Then we go to door number two, which is... Yeah, straight down. Oh, yeah, you're right. Straight down. Door number 21. Which is a cross. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a five, just as a guess. Door number nine. Which is up. Oh, no, can't be then. And then... 16. I think we're a... Uh... Yeah. No, we're a uh... eight. No. Wait, I don't think I went down far enough. Down. Is it a six? Oh, you're right. It's a six. Yeah. Okay. So red is one. Yellow is six. So then the camels, we start at 18. Yes. We go to 20, which is a cross. We go to 11, which is down. two down. One, two. Then number three, which is a cross. Oh, it's going to be zero, isn't it? Back up to 18. Zero. So 601. Oh, no, 106. Oh, Triangle plus Y. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was all right. It's just we thought they were the saddles rather than the locks. That's okay. Yeah, they do look. They do look a bit like it. Sort of. Sort of.
22nd of December. You carefully knock the snow off your shoes on the doorstep before you step on the thick red carpet of the hotel lobby. After the heat of the desert, it's now pleasantly cool again. The hotel doesn't seem to be very big, maybe more like an inn. Anyway, there aren't that many rooms. This is what your brief look at the key rack behind the reception counter tells you. Where have you ended up this time? You look out of the window at a snow-covered slope. It looks like that would be a great place to ski. It's the mountain from last year with the flags on. There doesn't appear to be a concierge anywhere near the desk. Perhaps you should ring the large bell by reception. You step closer, but just as you're raising your hand, a large folder catches your eye. Your name is on it. How odd. You open the folder and leaf through the documents that someone's left behind. Open door 22. Oh my god, we've got a jigsaw puzzle. I like getting some presents in these. Oh, and lots of cards. Oh my god. I've only got two cards. Calm down. (laughs) Okay. Dear guest. No. Dear guest, we welcome, we warmly welcome you to our wonderful ski resort, settled 2,000 metres high in the mountains, and we wish you a pleasant stay. To ensure that your skiing experience is as safe as possible, we carry out targeted avalanche explosions on a daily basis. Please don't worry, we only detonate in areas that are completely out of range of our guests. We have a detonation scheduled for immediately after the lifts have closed. We would like to invite you to participate in this exciting event. We've laid 16 charges, and you may decide which three to detonate. Which should it be? What does your trained eye say? Ignite the correct charges from top to bottom. I wish you every success. Sincerely yours, Why? It's the Yeti, isn't it, from last? Well, the puzzle goes over the top of this picture and makes up flags. Oh, okay. The jigsaw puzzle overlays this map of the mountain. Yeah. Okay, so we just build the jigsaw, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Maybe there'll be gaps. Well, the flags are there. It's just, it's the puzzle, but without the... Without the dynamites. Dynamite. Okay. So, so that goes there. Oh, hold on. Well, there are, there are, I've got two bits of jigsaw exactly the same here. Have you? Yeah. Well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> so watch out. Oh, and some bits don't go... I don't think it's the full thing necessarily. I'm just putting it over the top just to see. No, some bits don't fit. Well, like, the, I've got a bit with the black flag, but the black flag isn't in the same place as it is on the picture. Well, I, I've got a bit of the black flag where it is exactly the same. No, mine's slightly off. My black flag is... Oh, I've got two bits with black flag. There's two different ones. Again, I've got oh, two. So, some bits aren't going to fit, and I bet the bits that don't fit are going to tell us which, do you think? Something like that? Well, I've swapped it out with the black flag one that does, so I'm trying to make it as accurate as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is going to be tricky. So, I think that one's right and I think that one's wrong just saying oh no and then that bit's yeah okay right so oh, which oh. flag is this where are you oh yeah okay that one it's a bit of a flimsy thin Possibly, yeah it's not always staying in hang on I need to Right, building this on top of my keyboard is not the most sensible thing to do. Okay, well, I've made it, and I've got three spare that don't fit. Okay. So now what? Well, hang on. They're the three that... Which two? I mean, what? I don't know what the difference is. There are there are three bits that don't make it, so that which is the seven, the five, and the seven. Okay, so top to bottom, then. You detonate those. That's what the thing said, detonate those. So hang on, which duplicates have you got? The blue flag with the seven. Right. 
right. blue, a bit with the blue flag on, and the black, bit with flag. The black flag on, and a b- b- bit with the red flag on, and a five. Okay, so from top to bottom, what? Seven, five, seven. seven. Five, seven. Okay. Oh, moon. Yes. Oh, moon hexagon. Yeah. Moon hexagon. Fair enough. That was That's a bit of a strange one. That was a bit sort of weird. Like I don't know. I like doing the puzzle, but there that's true. But you wouldn't even need to do the puzzle if you were one of these people that like laid the out all the bits. You'd spot you the three duplicates. Look, yeah, just look and do the duplicates. Yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. 23rd of December. It's me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. 23rd of December. You are full of hope when you get through the next door and finally see a person standing there. A slightly older man with a chaotic, quirky hairstyle writes in chalk on a large blackboard. Clack, clack, clack. The clack. Is it Einstein? What? Is it Einstein? Oh, I don't know. The chalk scratches across the board as he writes down a complicated-looking formula. He's so lost in his work that he doesn't even notice you at first. When you try to get his attention to ask about the golden book, he stops you abruptly. Shh. He gestures at the board without turning around. Can't you see that I'm on the verge of a breakthrough? The scientist... <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> the scientist doesn't interrupt his scribbling on the blackboard. Ah, you're looking for something? Because unless you have evidence of what I am working on right now, then I don't have much use for you. Nevertheless, I always like to help a searching spirit. Often the truth is hidden behind the surface of things. The art is to know where to dig. Once you have found the right place, it really isn't difficult. You realise you won't get any help from this man and he continues to talk without a break. As an introduction to the subject, I recommend this book about the forces of nature. For a brief moment, you think that he might conjure up the golden book, but of course you are disappointed. The man continues, Before I turned to mathematics, I enjoyed leafing through this volume. The building instructions for the mighty pendulum are particularly exciting. He giggles quietly to himself. Supposedly, it can help you find everything you are looking for. In any case, you'll be amazed at what it can do. But now please let me keep working. Time is relatively short and I have to get back to some serious science. It is probably best to leave the man alone and instead see what you can find out about this pendulum. Maybe that was Einstein, I'm not sure. Let's open the door to number 23. Okay, what have we got here? We've got a riddle card, <gasps> pendulum, we've got a paperclip and some string, also known as a pendulum. <laughs> right, the mighty, oh it is Einstein, there he is on his blackboard. There he is. Nothing to do with Christmas at all. Right, the mighty pendulum, we're looking for a special thing, just give the pendulum a swing. Follow all four tips you see and twist the clip quite carefully. Now tie a string onto the clip and close the doors so you don't trip. Search the village close to ground and then look what you have found. When you find the spot, don't despair. Look behind the scenes if you dare. If necessary, use force. Okay, so we're expecting us to rip out the box or something. This is going to be, do you remember like last year where we had to dig, we had to smash through the side of one of them, like through the column bits, didn't we? Okay, so first up, how are we attaching the string and this thing? Well, Nate, you've got, have you looked at the back? a guide on how to bend the paperclip. Oh my god, right. Bends the paperclip. It said, follow all tips you see and twist the clip quite carefully. Right, so we've got, oh my god. This is going to go horrifically wrong. Oh, so the end. Ah, okay. Oh my god, how do you get from part two to part three? <laughs> I'm oh, just okay. going to get to part two. <laughs> how do you even get to part two? I'm really, oh, okay, so oh, I've got it the wrong way around. That would help. Open it up like this. So that's that. And then we just bend that round. Oh, 
difficult. Yeah. And bend that over itself. You do have to be Einstein to do this, I think. <laughs> God, part three? How the hell? I'm never going to do this. I am. Okay, I've done a really bad <laughs> version of bending this paper. Never. Now tie a string onto the clip and close the door. So close all the village doors. The trouble is, it tells you really specifically how to bend the paper clip, but not where to tie the string. I'm just going to tie it through one of the corner loops, right? Oh, my paper clip is fucked. There is no way I have made this in any the right way, so... Okay. Search the village close to the ground. So hang on, what do you mean by that? I don't understand. Oh, I predict somewhere there is a magnet and it will grab onto the paperclip. Oh, do you know what? I'm just going to hover it over. It shouldn't really matter what how it's bent then. Close to the ground where? Well, close to the box, I think it means. Because I reckon there's a magnet in there. And where, it, just hover it on the box. Where, whereabouts? Just anywhere? Well, I'm hovering it along all the joins between the doors. Have you actually got it on the box or just hovering above? Just hovering above. Oh, oh no, I don't know. I can't work out if it's moving. It's doing something. Whereabouts? At the top near the 20, the whole, the magic little hole door. No, but I think... Oh, that... yeah. Number 20 is going... It's. Pu- I think it's pulling in the hole. No, I think it's to the left side. No, to the right side, sorry. Oh, no, hang on. Oh, my God, I don't know. <laughs> like, I keep thinking it's doing something. Oh, There's no. Oh, no, no. Above door number six. That's definite magnet. Number six? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is magnet number number six. Okay, let's rip the... Are ripping the top open of number six? Well, it says use fourth, doesn't it? How much? Yeah, there's a box. Oh, secret box. Yes. How exciting. Oh, no, it's a magnet. Oh, okay. Hang on. Open oh. up the carton side to the right and look inside. Pull the warning strip with care and look, your door is waiting there. Hold on. Open up the carton side to the right and look inside. Oh, so it's taped up, isn't it? Right. So we've just got to untape the little book carton bit. Oh, the carton side. Well, I've opened the thing and a magnet. It's just got a magnet in it. So that's not what we're opening up, is it? Oh, unless the carton side... Does it mean the box? To the right. Open up the carton side to the right. Oh, yeah, look, there's a number seven. Oh, yeah, seven. Pull the warning strip with hair and look, your door is waiting there. Warning strip. Yeah, what's the warning strip? Open up the carton side to the right and look inside. Okay. So we've definitely got a seven. Okay, but I'm noticing, I think there's these numbers everywhere. Maybe that's just with how the box is put together. Because look, there's a number nine on the next one and a number five on the next one. So maybe that's not what we're supposed to do. Oh, hang on, where are you t- opening up? Well, I just... Where's, sorry, where's the number nine? If you rip up the other side of the door, there's a red nine, look. But then there's a red, the orange five. I think that's just how to assemble the box. I don't think it's... No. Okay, open up the carton side to the right. Oh, look, there's seven and six on the magnet thing. On the magnet? Sorry, on the... Where the magnet was, the hole, if you look at the bottom, it's got a seven and a six, yeah? Yeah, but I think, as I said, I think that might just be box assembly. Yeah, but we opened up the carton and looked inside, and it was number seven, no? Well, so what's the carton side? I don't know. Open up the carton side to the right and look inside. Pull the warning strip. What's the warning strip? With care and look, your door is waiting there. What is the warning strip? I'm just destroying the box. What number are we on, 24? Well, no, we're not on 24. I found something. I found the wrong one. I found something else. Well, after, you know where it says nothing to see here? Yeah. Behind the nothing, there is number 24. Oh, wow. Okay. Hang on. That's what it is. Your next one. Is that, have we done it? Oh, because door 24 is the next one we need. Yeah, that's it. Okay. The warning strip must be the nothing to see here. Yeah. Right. That's it. That's, that's the next one. That's the next day. Done. Uh, okay. We found door 24. You are correct. Okay. So we've done it then. Yeah. 
24th of December. You've circled the whole mountain village and are now approaching a door that was previously completely hidden. Well done. Though more improvised than powerful, the pendulum actually worked. Who would have thought? Will you finally find the golden book now? It's about time. As you get closer, you recognise a number, a rather auspicious one emblazoned on the wooden door. 24. Your hands begin to tingle with tension. You hardly expect to be able to open the door. But what is this? A note on the door? How nice, my friend, that you are here. Congratulations, most sincere. You found your way through every test, so you've earned a little rest. You've nearly ended your long journey, so could you do one last thing for me? Solve the clues behind this door, but then you must find one door more. I'll be there waiting, you shall see, but hurry, I don't like cold tea. Fuck off, then. You scratch your head. What a strange rhyme. Did Santa Claus write it? But how would he know about the hidden door? Perhaps it was the thief. And what's this about his tea getting cold? He's got some nerve. And what was that about another door? Could you have missed something in the village? You make up your mind to check it out soon. But right now, you open this door first, right in front of your nose, which is now red and running from the cold. After all, this is supposed to be one of the two parts to be found for the final riddle. Now open door 24, you will find a secret message. When you've found the secret message, continue reading the back of this page. Okay, so we open door number 24. Secret message. Oh, it's a little paper that is does come out. Careful, don't tear it. Oh, hang on. Oh, there's a thing taped to the back of it. It is taped down, isn't it? Okay, good job winning the end, because my box is falling. Yeah, I know. Right, we've got a little sort of like a crossword on one side. Word search. Word search, you know what I mean. Congratulations, you're almost there. You found two pages from the golden book. I'm very proud of you. Now all you need is the book itself. Do you know where it's hidden? A tip. Search for it in the unreachable room. Find that and you'll be able to solve the final riddle. Then I will have a surprise for you. I will cross my hooves for you with best wishes R. Okay, so hang on. We found the thing, then read the back of the thing. Right. Another door. You go back to the mountain village and look for the unreachable room. But what you find behind it isn't at all what you anticipated. At first, you're completely blinded by a bright light and can hardly recognise any. So wait, hang on. It's well, hang we on. have one door that hasn't got a number on at the top that we haven't done because... So is it that one? So all it says is, when you found the secret message, which we have, continue reading on the back of the page. So you're completely blinded by bright light and can hardly recognise anything at all. An electrical hum and crackle fills the air. Then as your eyes slowly adjust to the brightness, you recognise a strange device. It's a pretty futuristic creation with all sorts of wires and cables attached to it. But there, clamped in the middle, is the golden book. You finally found it. There's no doubt this is Santa's book. All you have to do is free it from the machine. Funny, this machine reminds you of something. You suspect it has to do with time travel. Only now do you notice the back of a mighty armchair on the wall on the left. As it starts to spin all at once, your pulse begins to race. Is this the big showdown? Will the villain finally reveal himself? The thief who's behind this whole story? You prepare yourself. The chair turns slowly further around. Then, from the depths of the cushions, an animal appears. You recognise it. It smiles at you as it munches on a cookie. Now open the door to the unreachable room. So what, you reckon it's the one door we haven't opened? Yeah, it's got to be. I'm going to open it. One, two, and three. Here we go. Yeah, got it. Right, oh god, right, we've got all these words. Okay, what would Christmas be without? Hello, I've been expecting you. So glad that you found me and the heart of my plan, my magical time machine. The golden book you're looking for is indeed here, firmly clamped in the machine. However, it's not entirely complete. To free it, you'll need two missing pages. When you've solved the riddle and found them, please bring them here. Until then, I will drink tea and occupy myself with Christmassy thoughts. It's Rudolph behind it all. Stupid Rudolph. Okay, so... so you've got to find these words on... 
on this? What would word? Christmas be without? So I reckon we find those words, we cross them out, and then whatever gaps are left will be numbers or something. Will be something. Yeah? Yeah. Let's get word searching. They all seem to be horizontal. Okay, I've done. So all the bits, all the letters that aren't crossed out make a sentence. You did it. You saved Christmas. You will find your present behind a, all the rooms and you can't... Oh, you can tell your friends all about your heroic adventures. So, just like we did... Behind the what? Behind all the doors. So, last year, we just ripped the shit out of it, didn't we? Oh, God. What about the stuff inside? Okay, behind all of the things, just going to rip the whole front off. <laughs> oh, postcards! Exit postcards. Is that what it is? Yeah, if you pull out oh. the bottom tray. Hey! Oh, that's good. Saved Christmas. Hooray! Oh, I saved Christmas. Well, that's nice. And it was Rudolph all along. Cannot believe that. Oh, we get to read... Do you want to read the epilogue? Wait, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe he'll explain his shitty Christmas behaviour. Yeah, let's find out what Rudolph was even thinking. Completely taken by surprise, you are face-to-face with Rudolph, the reindeer with the red nose. What a bell <laughs> He looks at you expectantly and doesn't say a word. Can he even talk? After well, he all, can fucking talking. write a load of secret messages and organise his whole fucking treasure hunt. I'm sure he can talk. <laughs> He is a reindeer and you are not an expert in the field. But apparently he can write. Who else are the messages supposed to have been from? You are wondering what to do now. Rudolph doesn't look particularly dangerous, but if he stole the golden book from Santa Claus, well, who knows? All you need to bring it back. And you need to bring it back. You are determined and ready to go to extremes. Nothing will stand in your way. Quickly, you jump into the room, reach out your hands for the book and yank it towards you. Then you turn toward Rudolph with a challenge in your eyes, but he hasn't even moved. He's still sitting relaxed in his chair. Congratulations, he says conversationally. <laughs> wow, you've given Rudolph a horrible voice. <laughs> well, I think he's horrible. Okay. <laughs> Which would also clarify that he can speak. Oh, thank you, you reply rather puzzled. And do you want to bring it back to your boss now, or would you rather time travel for a bit longer? What a question. You respond without hesitation. Bring it back to Santa, of course. Otherwise, Christmas will be cancelled. How would Santa Claus deliver all the gifts? It is. Your gaze falls on Rudolph, and you fall silent. He smiles calmly. Praiseworthy, very praiseworthy, cookie. He asks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's not just calling you cookie. <laughs> Hang on a second. Praiseworthy, very praiseworthy, cookie. He asks. <laughs> What's going on here? Why is Rudolph so relaxed? The golden book urgently needs to be returned to Santa Claus. Christmas Eve is just around the corner. A thought occurs to you. Why did you steal the book anyway? You really want to know? Oh, you really want to know? Oh, that. The boss really needed to be taught a lesson. The reindeer begins and leans back. I've been working for him for 237 years and do you know how many raises I got during that time? Oh, we're going on with the epilogue. Okay, it's quite long. <laughs> you shake your head. None. None. Can you imagine that? None. All I do, I do all the physical work every year and the boss relaxes in the sleigh and when you ask for a holiday, then the guy just laughs. Ho, ho, ho and evades the question. What do you think people would make of reindeer at the South Seas? But I'm always at the North Pole and it's boring. People only know me for my red nose but I'm not some stupid animal and I really need some intellectual input
input. God. <laughs> You're like horrible. I know. Rudolph pauses to collect himself and you use the pause to object. Okay, but I don't quite understand what all this has to do with the golden book. Rudolph replies with a full mouth. Just be patient, I'll get to that. Without any holiday plans, I've had quite a lot of time over the past few years to investigate and research all kinds of things, especially history and exciting scientific phenomena. It became clear to me that the bus is not really exploiting the full potential of the golden book. He may not even realise the power that it contains. He just thinks, wonderful, the golden book is exactly what I need. Bend a little time and space at Christmas. You understand that otherwise, delivering gifts all over the world in a single night would be pretty stressful. You nod to indicate that you understand Rudolph's point. Indeed, you have often wondered how it is possible to distribute all of those gifts everywhere at the same time. The explanation immediately makes sense to you. Well, through my experience and my research, I suspected that the golden book can do more. It was at a movie night, watching a few 80 classics that the idea came to me with a blinding flash. With the help of the golden book, it should be possible to build a time machine. And that's what I did. Rudolph chuckles happily. Now I've had a thorough look through world history and all the great places I've wanted to see. They were finally attainable. This holiday was incredibly relaxing. You know what I mean? You followed in my footsteps. By the way, congratulations. You worked everything out really well. You can hardly believe it. You risked Christmas just to get a holiday? Oh, stuff and nonsense. What do you think? The boss would have had the book back today anyway, but I admit I wanted to give him a little scare. Maybe next time he will think about the fact that we reindeer deserve a thank you every now and then. But don't worry, I kept an eye on you the whole time. I had complete confidence in your talent for puzzles, but if something had gone wrong, I would have returned the book anyway, of course. Rudolph's speech calms you down a bit, but you are not ready to forgive him quite yet. And all the presents? They need to be sorted and delivered. Isn't that going to be cutting things incredibly close now? You forget that I'm now an expert in time travel. I've collected all the presents and have them safely stored in the warehouse. I think you even seen the warehouse, haven't you? But more importantly, in the meantime, I've already delivered them all. Here, see for yourself. The golden book in your hand suddenly becomes red hot and you let it fall. The machine whistles behind you. You feel a little queasy for a moment and close your eyes to get rid of the uncomfortable feeling. As you open your eyes again, you see your own decorated Christmas tree. Four candles are lit up on the advent wreath on your living room table. Hang on a second, how did you get here? And is it Christmas already? There's a large pile of presents under your tree. Hadn't you just got back from your Christmas shopping? You think about it for a moment. There was a blizzard and then how much time has passed since? You feel dizzy for a moment and are certain you have just experienced something unusual but you just can't remember what. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is on the radio and you start to whistle along. You've always enjoyed this song and with its funny hero you look happily at your presents. Soon you'll be sharing them out and then it will be Christmas at last. What a cock! Oh, I Rudolph the villain! <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a bit of a villainous voice. He probably... No, he wasn't. He was no, horrible. he was a dick. <laughs> what do you mean he needs a break? He only works one day a fucking year. <laughs> Fuck off, Rudolph. That was a strange story. That was. Anyway, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Watch out for Rudolph. Yeah, God. Well, there you go. So, what were your favourite? What were some of your favourite puzzles this year? I like the more interactive ones. So, I liked when you got given the little bell and you had to do a little Christmas tune to work out. That was interesting. Yeah, where it's a bit more of like a sort of physical thing, or the puzzle. Actually, having the little mini puzzle to put together, those kind of things. So, I think maybe I probably said this last year as well. If you've played the exit games, the normal ones, you would after a while those exit ones, you sort of get well versed in how that 
yes. exit. So you know that there's something going to be cut out. You know to look around the back of the box or that kind of thing. So I like it when there's something different like that, like the bell or, or the magnet or something like that, where you haven't actually had that. Yeah, not, I was going to say. Where it's something a bit different than just cards or cutting something out or, or like crossing out numbers or something. When it's a, a little bit more of like a thing in the box, like a little gift. And you're like, oh, that's... Yeah, I liked the bell. I liked the magnet. I thought that was very clever. And as I as you heard in the sequence, the Alice in Wonderland where you just had to stick your finger and feel the raised bumps. Yeah. Early on as well, where we had all of those little different things. You had to... Uh, Try little, to fit them into the bin. Yeah, put the things in the bin, like physically put pop them out, had them cut out and actually put the little figure things into the bin. That was fun. Yeah. So stuff like that, that, the more sort of interactively ones. Not so keen on... I think the... Like, there was a, that, that science lab one. I can't even remember what we had to do now. Albert Einstein? No, no. It was like the on the computer screens there was like oh, Steve Jobs. actually the one, there was that and the one with the actual keys with like a, the actual pop out keys with the yeah, some the, of them the team one. it's funny how some of them are like quite complicated but you, sometimes you can just sort of fluke and just guess and you don't you can't sort of skip a, a level of what you've actually got to do rather I mean that, that key one I don't know how I'm sure there was more to it but actually you could just work out and just get the numbers straight away and it works so incidentally so I was talking to Patrick about it because they have one and Patrick didn't even use the keys to find the elf or whatever because there was a bit in the line that said last week someone visited remember last week someone else took the thing Mm. and so he just counted back one week and the Steve Jobs computer door was exactly one week ago and so when I was talking to him about the keys he was like oh yeah I didn't use those just counted back seven days and that was the right door (laughs) funny so actually that works quite well in that there's multiple ways to actually work out yes but yeah that's how I mean some of them you can just sort of fluke it and you it sort of passes you by what you're actually supposed to do but yeah. I think that was my least favourite one I think because I just didn't get it and I was just I don't know sometimes you just get it straight away and other ones you're just like oh I liked actually there was that newspaper cut out you one where you had the articles that was oh, quite the fun murder mystery one yeah. Sherlock Holmes one yeah and that some of them good. there's a lot of work like that took ages we had to cut all of those out I think yeah. and then actually when you put them together it was just really simple and you just got it straight away it took more to cut things out and fold things than to actually get work the puzzle out once you've done it sometimes but that's part of the fun I suppose yeah and I think I don't know my least favourite bit well I don't know if it's not it's really specific but sometimes the story clogged things up like there was too much and some like the wording complicated things more than they needed to be so thinking of the Egyptian tomb one where it was like yeah last week someone already took the riddle and you've got a these three keys will unlock their door so it, the way that's worded I was like well, okay so do we have to open a new door no and if they've taken it and it was like only then can you escape the pharaoh's chamber but if narratively you're going to someone else's door you're already leaving the pharaoh's chamber so you've already escaped so why would you go back to the pharaoh's you know it's just i didn't think the storyline was as strong this year as it was last year i feel like last year was an on it felt more like an ongoing story i know they have to be like oh you go through this door this time you go through this door but i think last year for what i remember you're just looking around and you're discovering things well no last year was more like an escape room wasn't it you were trapped in the yeti's ice cave and so you were going from room to room to find the exit and And this made sense even though each room had a different theme there was that sense of progression whereas this was more you're looking for this golden book you try a house nope not this house go to a different nope not this and then each house was completely random yeah it did they did feel very separate it didn't feel like an ongoing story in a way where yeah you're just opening a door oh what's this rather than it pushing the narrative along and also it started 
started off okay with Christmassy themed things and then just seemed to go completely. It's like they've just lost. They couldn't think of like 24 or 25 Christmas themed things. So they just went off and just got random things like Einstein and Christopher Columbus. Yeah. And Alice in Wonderland. Just not Christmassy things. But we did start off with Mariah Carey and like Die Hard. Die Hard. And so if they, I'm sure they could have found 25 Christmassy themed things just to yes. keep it. It's an advent calendar. I didn't like it. Just went off. It could have just been anything and everything. That's the problem. And like you say, yeah. yeah. Oh, open door. It's this. Oh, shut that one and go somewhere else. It would have been better if there was a. I don't. You could write it so that you meet a character and then that character turns up again later on. And you have a conversation with them and then they run away through a door and but you see them funny. later on or something. So it's more of a story rather than like you say, yeah, just random things popping up. But that's the point. There were a couple of doors where the storyline was hinting. You know, like oh, we've got a strange feeling of deja vu that we've been here. Before. There was a lot of that. Nearly every single one was you've been here before or you but I thought wasn't that trying to say like the Die Hard one or something oh you you know this from somewhere oh you've seen it in the film kind of thing maybe I did that a bit too much though there was quite a few that were deja vu for no reason I think yeah you're right did any of them link to like the Pharaoh's tomb There's a, there is an exit Pharaoh's tomb one isn't there there's an Egyptian exit is it oh. hinting at some of those maybe because like why maybe they're yeah because if they're ones you haven't played that could be a mini version yeah. of one of the things you've done you're right it could be previous exit games they're referencing themselves and the plot twist of it being Rudolph what a dickhead sorry well I wasn't expecting that but it's a bit of a stupid answer oh also we do have to say which was the door where there was a printing error on the back of the box so I hope people realise that because otherwise I only knew because I saw it on a website well it's weird mine so mine had a sticker on the box inside the shrink wrap so whenever they'd made mine they knew about the printing error before they sent it off to the shops but Patrick's didn't have a sticker on it at all. Didn't have anything that showed they were aware of the printing error. I don't think I don't think mine did. No, I haven't got anything. And I only knew because it was on the shop website where I got it from. No, there's nothing on mine. So that's weird. Well, I was getting... Because normally... Oh, you'd be stuck on that for ages if you didn't have that. You would. Normally, I'd be very critical of a printing error. You know I am. But the fact that they were aware of it, they put out as many, you know, the website, the social media... Because on the, the eighth day... On Twitter, they were like, remember, check this for the correct thing. So they were letting people know. So they were aware of it and they tried to fix it as best they could. So credit to them there. Well, yeah, it's not like a design. They didn't do it on purpose. It's not like we're lazy or we've done a bad design. It was, if it's a genuine error, yeah. you can't be harsh on them. <laughs> no, I'm not being harsh. That's what I said. I said, normally I'd be very critical. Oh, yeah, well, normally you shouldn't be. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> but yes. Play what you feel comparisons to last year. Yeah, not as good story. I feel like there wasn't as many sort of physically things last year though, like the magnet and the bell and the things like that. So I think that's an improvement on that. Yeah. I feel like there were a lot more sort of fold... We didn't have as many folding things. I feel like last year there was lots of folding. You know, that's the worst where you've got to fold things up. We didn't have many of that at all really, did we? Folding. A to B sort of a maker. No, there was that horrible Charles Dickens check, which we just couldn't work Oh, out. that was the bad folding one. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was but everything uh, else was we okay. Didn't, we didn't use as many clues. Do you think this one was more difficult? Yeah, we only used four clues. But again, it's the balance. We have played a lot of exit games. Are we just because we know like, learning the tricks? Because I feel like someone who wouldn't know to look on the back of the box or under or actually rip it, I think that's not a thing that you would do. Yeah, maybe would be stuck because we knew or to look on a. We yeah, you sort of know after a while, don't you? Yeah, like, we know the first time we did an exit and it was like, oh, it's actually part of the box. 
that was like an amazing, mind-blowing moment, wasn't it? We yeah, like, that was oh, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the barcode or something, wasn't yes. it? Was part of it. But they are still like unique. So Pat did one. I can't remember which one it is, but you need fire. Actual burning stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. That would be cool. That would be cool. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, that, bending the paperclip for the mate to actually make the pendulum was tough. I mean, I didn't actually do it properly. But it didn't matter. Oh, but see, that's another thing as well. This one, and I can't remember if it was last year, but this one had quite a lot of just redundant things. Like the jigsaw puzzle, you could have just looked at the duplicate pieces. You didn't even need to make the picture. You could have just found the three duplicates and that would have given you the answer. But, like, but to be fair, though, you doesn't actually, it doesn't say make the jigsaw puzzle. You've got a bag of jigsaw puzzle pieces. You could be searching through and notice those, those three. Because that's another, like we say, that's how, there's two ways of doing it. You could be the person that makes the puzzle and has the three left over. Or you're the person that sorts the pieces out and sees those duplicates, matches them up. So, yeah, there's different approaches, I suppose. I guess. But I was just thinking of the paperclip. It was very specific. It was follow these stru- instructions and bend the paperclip into this shape. We didn't need to do that because the magnet would have caught the paperclip whatever shape it was in. I know, yeah, but it makes it more <laughs> of a thing, doesn't it? It makes it more of an event, I suppose. I suppose. I like yeah. how this one go- it makes things more of an event like that, where you're doing things. Not You don't have to, but it feels no, a bit suppose. more like a challenge. So I think there was a few more challenges, but the storyline was weaker. Yes, I would agree. Definitely. Oh, what do you think about the actual prize at the end? The, the nice little postcards. Is that oh. worth it? I was a little bit disappointed, actually. I thought it might be something else, but... <laughs> what did we get last year? We just got a certificate from the Yeti saying, yeah. well done, you solved the thing, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe there could be a little prize or a chocolate or something at the end. That would be nice. I don't know, though. I mean, like, the reward, it's a cerebral reward of solving the puzzle. You don't need a prize at the end. But doing 24 little mini puzzles leading up for like a whole month just to what one meet a miserable Rudolph and get a postcard it could have been something else a little bit extra I'm actually really disappointed in Rudolph like I know he's fictional and this isn't true but like come on dude no (laughs) let everyone down Rudolph Mm. no wonder they don't let you join in their reindeer games because you're a fucking dickhead (laughs) (laughs) but yes well there you go no it was good fun though and once again we've got a very destroyed box and lots of mess well you're not just it's supposed to keep it it's not it's designed to go straight in the bin or recycling I suppose oh yeah no I know I know but towards the end when we ripped out the magnet bit I love doing it I love ripping I, was like, I know but I was like we've still got like two days left I don't want to rip <laughs> it too much it's like how but yeah finding that hidden door 24 was very clever it was good Transcendence Order well yeah there you go a successful another successful exit advent calendar do you think they'll do more do you think they've got enough ideas in them to do more well like you say you can use other ones so if they do another story if people have done those other ones but then people can be discovering new ones and can choose from all two or three yeah each year that's a good idea I wouldn't mind if they weren't if it wasn't the next one if you know yeah have 24 doors but I wouldn't care if it wasn't Christmas themed at all just any like a 24 day advent calendar but you're solving a murder or you're doing yeah I, I don't I, care I, if it's Christmas themed yeah I think I'd care more that it had a good story that's and, the thing that's the problem with these Christmassy ones they're just a bit uh, yeah yeah they're not, a bit bound by yeah. the Christmas or, or not in this case yeah <laughs> or like a yeah you could have it in space or something on the moon and it's cold I don't know <laughs> 
like yeah, or definitely. go complete fantasy and don't have it as a you know go completely out there as a sort of fantasy story in a winter land I don't know or do you like you know like Narnia themed one or something can't we get the, yeah. you know what I mean yeah and I think that's what not disappointed but yeah kind of because because the first four, few days were all Christmas yeah we've got Mariah Carey we've got Wham we've got Die Hard we've got Christmas Carol so I was and we said it on the day didn't we we were thinking oh yeah what other Christmas references are there going to be I'm and they just went completely off can we think of 25 Christmas themed things Gremlins Home Alone okay Gremlins Home Alone Christmas Carol Mariah Carey Wham Die Hard Narnia Christmas Eve Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah but Um, we had the Grimm's fairy tales that was kind of you know ish I wouldn't count that Jesus that's nine what else what else is typical like the Queen's speech was you know it's just typical stuff typical Christmas stuff what about like the um, Gingerbread Men Hansel and Gretel ten yeah like a Christmas dinner turkey style something or something like that yeah Christmas um, presents like presents and wrapping and stuff like that Christmas yeah. cards Christmas pudding type thing you know have a pudding with something hidden in it <laughs> sixpence twopence whatever it is so that's that's 14 <laughs> there's there's tons there must be tons more yeah I mean just iconic yeah. children's Christmas like the little drummer boy or you know like other yeah. carols Christmas iconography yes anyway Christmas but it was crackers. Still Christmas crackers yeah it was still an enjoyable set of puzzles kept us entertained for a month yeah yes well Ooh. there you go are we I fragging think... it or not do we not frag this one no because it's a mini side oh sorry god learn <laughs> the rules <laughs> we have replayed it it's a new game so make... oh, well I suppose it doesn't go on the spreadsheet does it no, and if anything, it would be an expansion if we were being technical because it's just a different one. Anyway, whatever. I've been Phil. <laughs> all right, I've been Mark. There we go. Oh, we're drawing to a close all of a sudden. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? No, I was going to no. frag, but obviously not. <laughs> I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non relinquum in Arca Operculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. Well, for this one particularly, you can't Operculo, can you? No, you definitely can't non relinquum in Arca this particular one but in general as a general life motto yes of course you can (laughs) yeah thanks for listening bye ludophiles don't trust rudolph don't trust rudolph no absolutely i suppose by this time we're a little bit ahead aren't we christmas has happened hope you had a good christmas Mm. hope you got some lovely board games let us know and yeah cool bye ludophiles Bye. bye normal service will now resume good night